The Bartender Ramp Podcast is powered by CIC Powerbox, your all-in-one portable power solution for commercial and residential projects, roadside assistance, or personal recreation. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerbox.com. CIC Powerbox, wherever you go, go with power. Welcome to the Bartender Ramp Podcast. I am your host, Steve Haley, and believe it or not, I am on the road. The city of brotherly love, here we come. I feel like the Lizard King right now. All the way up 95, I'm listening to the doors, I'm getting in the right mindset, I'm grooving, I'm breaking on through to the other side. It's a city <laughs> called Philadelphia, and I'm happy to be here, uh, no longer in the uh, pool room studios, no longer in the Berwick studios. We are now in the studios of my little sister, her little studio apartment in uh, Philly right off Broad Street. Happy to be here. So happy that she opened up her home to us so we could do this recording tonight. We have an unbelievable guest, uh, one of our longtime listeners joining us tonight, giving us a little bit of that Philly edge and Philly perspective. So any of you bartenders, servers, or just Philly residents out there, I think you're going to really love to hear from her. But before we get uh, to our guest tonight, I have to introduce my esteemed colleague, the most beautiful man in all of the planes, Michael Windsor. How are you today, my friend? Steven, hi. How are you doing? I'm so good. I'm so good. I uh, I finally have a day off work. I'm, I'm feeling healthy today, even though my voice is a little shot, and I get to look at you, buddy. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That I'm, was a tepid hand, reaction. I'm, not really what I was uh, looking for uh, well, there. Well, so the thing is, I, well, I'm incredibly hungover and hurting right now today. <laughs> So, I just felt like my um, romantic advances hit a brick wall like a crash test dummy right there. That was. Uh, I've just been I've been short circuiting all day. Fair so enough. Just just you know. Give fair me enough. A you can re- here. You can relate to me over uh, pretty much the last two months as I've had you carry the show on your own, um, which Michael has done an amazing job of. No, but, I don't want to hear that bullshit, man. All right, it's, well, it's all good. Let's not get we're, too much getting, into the weeds done, man. about who's doing what. <laughs> <laughs> or who's more handsome? Uh, tell me what's new, bud. And let's get right into the show. Is there any reason you had the doors for your pump-up music? So you know me, big podcast listener, big podcast host, and I just finished the 27 Club um, uh, Season 2 podcast that was all about Jim Morrison. If anybody is looking for a new podcast, just sick of Mike and I talking, 27 Club is an awesome option. Uh, a guy named Jake Brennan, he's a music historian, and what he does is each season, he tells uh, a story episode by episode of a member of the 27 Club, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, oh, I gotcha. okay. um, you know, uh, uh, Jim Morrison. And so this season was about Jim Morrison. I've been listening to it over the last probably three or four weeks. It's been absolutely incredible. He's a, a beautiful storyteller, really, really talented writer. Um, and, you know, I was just feeling nostalgic about the doors, feeling nostalgic about Jim Morrison. And so... The whole way up to Philly, I just was playing Doors Radio and and trying to get uh, right into the mindset. I, so I was like, I was thinking, I was like, Steve, you know they're from California, right? I don't know if you were. <laughs> well, Jim Morrison is ac- Jim Morrison's actually from uh, Florida. He's the he is the oh, original yeah. Florida man. Uh, I'm I'm okay. not joking. That's that's actually what they call him. But uh, no, I just you know he. I, I just every time I think of him and think of their music, it gives me this like rowdy, rough edge to it. You know, it's it, it's definitely not punk. It's closer to blues rock, but 
it definitely has a very anarchist feel to it. And so as we roll into a city like Philly, and we're going to showcase a county like Delco tonight, I want to make sure that I was in the right headspace to do so. And so I felt like The Doors was an appropriate a playlist for my ride up. Right but, um, I love the doors. Very cool. So why are you why are you hungover? Tell the people a little bit about your gallivanting, and we'll we'll wrap up our what's new for today. Sure. Yeah. So um, Hope from episode thirty just started uh, bartending at a strip club in Pittsburgh. So we went out to like she started last night. So we went out to support her, and I got a little too drunk. Yeah. It was a good time. <laughs> it's a good time. So you, you see that people we don't just have our guests on the show to make cocktails for for you nice listeners. We also go to their bars, we support them, we put our money where our mouth is, and, you know, every now and then we black out together. So uh, (laughs) that's how we're going into this episode. I'm feeling rowdy like Jim Morrison, and Mike is literally the Lizard King right now, absolutely uh, getting torn apart by a hangover. So this is a perfect place to start. Without further ado, let's get right into it. As we always tell you guys... Thank you so much. We love you. You are the reason we do this show, and you're what makes this show go. Um, we're not going to muddy this section down with too much information, but if you want to support us, please listen to the outro. It gives you all the information of how you can you know, join us for a BRP uh, happy hour. Did I get that right? Industry night happy hour, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, how you can get show merch, how you can follow us on social and get all the episodes. At the end of that outro, we also have some information for anybody struggling with substance abuse, with um, you know just self-medication. This is a tough business, and we want you guys to stick around, be happy, healthy, and hanging out with us. So if you have you know anything that's plaguing you right now, reach out to Mike or I via email, but there's also professional resources at the end of the show um, that you guys can access. So uh, I won't give it too much more here. A lot of cool things happening with this community. We're growing like a weed. So if you want to get more involved, reach out to us. We are trying desperately to find some more support on the social media side. I'm not good at it. Mike's not good at it. We are desperately trying to get this community involved um, with the Herd expansion pack for the Herd card game. So mm-hmm. if you have any submissions, contact us on that. But Well, and just really quick before we wrap it up, the, this, the week that this is dropping, we're actually voting on all of the fan submission cards. So thank yeah. you to everybody who participated in that. We got some great cards from the show. Um, and all we're going to do is we're going to just pit them against each other and let you guys vote on them. And then the winners are going to win a herd card game set. They're going to win our expansion pack when it comes out. And then we'll do some like second, third, and fourth, and fifth place prizes too. Maybe just some stickers and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, you could literally just have your friends go and follow us on social media just to vote for your card. And, you know, so that would be killer. Uh, stack the odds in your favor any way that you can. But uh, thank you all uh, who participated in that. And that'll yeah. be happening this week. Haha, <laughs> just kidding. Obviously, we are weeks behind schedule. But a big thank you to everyone who participated in the herd card game contest and a big shout out to our winners Brittany, trey and haleth it's a grassroots operation guys you can be as little or as much involved as you want so if you want to make this show uh something that you're really passionate about get more involved in this community we we welcome you with open arms and i'll leave it at that let's get right into the episode we have an amazing guest with us tonight we have sam joining us um I think originally from New Jersey, but uh, coming coming to us from Delaware County outside of Philadelphia. She's going to give us a little bit of the flair, and she might correct me on I- exactly where the origin story is. But we have Sam, and she's got the Grey Goose and Soda tonight, a nice classic bartender's drink. 
So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, guys, we got Sam here. Sam, how you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Fantastic. I know that it's tough. Listen to Mike and I drone on. You wanted to jump right in there. So I love the enthusiasm. I have so much to say, guys. So much. <laughs> she, you're just coming love up, it. what, like a 12-hour shift now? Oh, yeah, my third in a row. Yeah, so you are oh, wow. you are not only loaded with stories, but you're delirious. I'm you're extremely. running on fumes. Oh, yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. Which is the perfect and a chicken sandwich from down the street. Beautiful and and what's it called? Flannel. My sister was telling me it's a pretty. Never been job. there before. Besides tonight, amazing. She recommended it. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently it's a pretty good. Well, it's like a barbecue joint kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, nice. Look, we got recommendations coming right off the bat for you. Go to Flannel, guys. There you are. If you're near Broad Street in Philly, <laughs> just south of uh, Center City, so get there to Flannel. Um, we're so happy to have you on the show. I'm going to tell a little bit, uh, you know, the people a little bit of how you came to us, but before we even get into that. What really convinced you to say yes to doing this? You guys are funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> and you know what? I'm fucking funny. So I was like, I need to be on this show. Absolutely. I remember the first time I listened to you, I texted my fiance, and I was like, babe, I found a show that just makes sense. It's exactly how I feel. The way that these guys talk is exactly how I feel. <laughs> so You are stroking awesome. our egos right now. Listen, let this be a <laughs> No, testament. you guys suck. I suck. Let, well, let this be a testament to all other guests. If you come on this show, you better be as nice as Sam right here because this is I'm really enjoying this. This is getting me now in the right mindset for the show. Yeah, so. but if she if she gets this, then we're going to turn a corner very soon and she's going to be busting our balls. So just Well, no no just, question. You know. I knew that when we invited her on that that was inevitable. <laughs> Some of that is just basically where you're from location. So where are you from originally? I'm from New Jersey. You are from Jersey. And okay, I'm not I got that. One right. of those people from New Jersey who says I'm from Philly cuz I can't stand that. Okay. That's a South Jersey thing? That, it is. Okay. It is. Yeah, I don't speak Philadelphia. I don't know what streets are. I had to text my fiance and be like, babe, is this a safe street for me to walk one block on? And he was like, yeah, relax. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm from Jersey. All right, cool. But you live in Philly now? I live in Delaware County now. Delaware County. All yeah. right. And for all of you out there who don't know Delaware County, I'm going to start by saying shout out. I love you people. I really do. You are some notorious motherfuckers. We have a lot of listeners of this show, good friends of mine that are Delco boys and Delco girls. You're an amazing group. Not sure you can actually be killed. Um, you you guys uh, have this ability to like run through a fucking brick wall and then come out smelling like roses. It, you know, Just get up with shine on you. And keep going. Um, I, I have always found that people from Delaware Car- uh, Delaware County are shit starters. Is that a similar experience for you? Shit starters. They, um, they like to stir the pot. They're the first one to shotgun a beer at a party. You know what's funny? You guys, and this is something I remember about your show. You guys talk about West Virginia all the time. Oh, yeah. It's very well, similar. Steve, Steve talks about West Virginia It is extremely time. similar to the people of West Virginia. Well, that's the thing. All of the people I know from Delaware County, I met through West Virginia. Respectfully. Yes. Of course, respectfully, because these people pay my bills. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to say some not-so-respectful things, but we'll get into that in a second. So, um, just so you guys know, this was a, a, a listener that I don't even know really how you found us. Was it just like I, random on Spotify? Spotify, bartender. And then you guys were the first. Just popped up. Yeah. That's so cool. And you, she reached out to us on Instagram, just DM'd us, said, hey, love the show, and was just so encouraging. And this was a, during a time where Mike and I were struggling. We weren't pr- putting out as many episodes as consistently. And we, you know, there were definitely times where Mike and I are fighting in the in the, in the the background, don't know how, how much longer we have the juice to do this. And it was the encouragement 
of this fan and other fans like it. Then here that, comes Sam saving the day and saving the God show. Goddamn right. Goddamn <laughs> right. Goddamn right. So um, we're so happy to have you on. But that's what it was. You know, she reached out. We stayed in contact. And it just made sense. We've all, we've been trying to get up here to Philly. And it's finally kind of all come together on this uh, on this weekend. So um, what are we drinking today, Sam? Tell us a little bit about the drink, why you picked it, and, um, and why it's your go-to. So we are drinking Grey Goose club and we're gonna have a little bit of a twist here oh we're gonna put crystal light in it oh that's right that's right <laughs> by the way now that now that you're saying that i actually forgot that ingredient when you sent me the list do i need to get like a spoon or a shaker or something i know you already got the crystal light <laughs> loaded up but yeah dude just fucking uh, uh just just kind of give it a little with your with your with your yeah, finger just... give it a little stir okay yeah all right well why don't you mix those up for us and uh and do and, you have do you have a name for this drink yeah this is called if you're into bodybuilding and you bartend and you need a fucking drink after your shift, have this. It doesn't taste like shit. Okay. Why don't we just call it the fitness and soda? Honestly, that's that's what it should be called. All right. We'll workshop that a bit, yeah, Steve. Yeah, we okay. need to work something. <laughs> is, that where the, is that where the origins of this drink came from? It's like you just, you're very into fitness, you're very into bodybuilding, and you're yeah. like, I want to make sure I'm calorie conscious while I'm while Basically, I'm Basically, I don't want to get fat, but I need a drink because the shift sucked. Okay. So. Do you have a go-to <laughs> type of crystal light, like a flavor that you always do? Right now, I have a skid. It's not crystal light, but it's the same thing as okay, crystal like light. Okay, like an So it's friend. zero sugar. This is all Skittle flavor, so I just... I put them in my purse, nice. and then at the end of the night, I'm just like, what's and it going to be tonight? Do we do a full packet? Yeah. One full packet. All right, so if you're making it out there, grab your Crystal Light. Here, can you open that? Yes. Adult. We are doing we are doing Crystal Light, uh, or, well, sorry, we're doing like a strawberry Skittle-flavored packet. Um, so that powder goes into the cup first, right? Am I, am I saying this right? There's no specific order, okay. but that's how I'm doing right, No it specific right order. Packet goes in. We're going to do it first. It might mix a little bit easier. Okay, then ice. I'm grabbing the ice with right. my hands. I'm going to grab my ice. Right. Nobody fine. can see that right now, but nah. it's pretty ratchet. Honest to God, that's what a real, you know, a lot of a lot of bartenders around the country, they don't have a scooper. What's a scoop? Just wash your hands, Where people. It's fine. It's fine. And, uh, and, and of course, Grey Goose. Now, why why did you pick Goose in particular? Is that just your go-to Because vodka? I get a shift drink, and that's our top shelf. So okay. Why would I lower myself yeah. for a free drink? Yeah, you know what for, I mean? Go for triple filtered we gotta, vodka. We got to go for the gold here. Yeah. You know? Pour mine heavy. Pour mine oh, nice oh, and heavy. He's having a night. Yeah, we're having a night. That's okay. good. Yes, yes. Give it a really good elbow on this, on this one right here. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Set this, this over is a here. Fancy yeah, soda so holder. I get here to my sister's house and I go, "Do you have soda water?" She's like, "No, but I do have a soda making machine." And so she made us <laughs> fresh soda water for this concoction. This nice. I don't think you need that out there, people. Wow. If you grab a bottle of Schweppes soda water, you're gonna be fine for this drink. So we're talking about really just a classic vodka soda, and we're adding a little bit of the crystal light yeah. to give it a little flavor. Um, for any bartenders out there, that, oh, here you go. Throw the cap on that. For any bartenders out there that are big vodka soda, vodka water fans, um, you might be familiar uh, with a classic vodka water sour. It's We used to always drink them in college. It's a classic bartender's drink because you can get drunk, you can hydrate yourself while you get drunk, and if you still want a little flavor, that splash of sour makes it taste like lemonade. So it's a great alternative to like a classic vodka soda. But this is, I'm really excited for this. Do you do lime or no? I don't do lime. Do you do lime? I'm going to do lime. I need a little bit of zest with mine if that's I okay. Am. All right. Thank you so that much. That is beautiful. That is Maybe beautiful. I'll give a little mix here. here. And Mike, do you have yours ready already? 
ready to go, baby. Lovely. Let's uh, let's cheers it up here. Cheers. I don't know what we're calling cheers, this, but it, lo- it looks delicious. Call it something. Mm. That's awesome. That it actually kind of hits the spot. That's very I, I light really refreshing. Need some hair of the dog. I'm telling you. You know, on a hot August day, this is this is really cooling me down, and I'm not a vodka drinker. Right. You know, it's been I've been on record on this show. Vodka and I don't work well together, but I'm I'm digging this right now. I think we're gonna we're gonna find a way to make this work. Yeah, so, it definitely has to be mixed though. Have you has this always been a go to? When did you first? I guess maybe the better question is when did you first say to yourself, "I gotta add Crystal Light to a vodka soda." I drink a gallon of water every single day. You're at you're serious workout so, guru, right? So water is fucking gross. So I usually add the packets to the water, okay. and I was like, okay. Vodka water, that sounds like what Rihanna says in her songs. Vodka okay. water and a lemon. I should probably drink that. That's cute. Oh, let's add some flavor. Boom. So, boom. It, nice. it just started there. So, it's really born out of, like, the fitness regimen. It's all Rihanna, actually. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> I haven't revealed this on the show, okay? But my passion for Riri knows no bounds. I am a massive, massive That ass, though. That ass. Do you know how she got discovered? She was the Venus. Uh, Venus did, like, a... Uh, like who has the best legs in the world yeah. competition? She won it at the age of sixteen. She had the best legs in the world, according to like a women's hygiene brand. According I mean, to this Delco bartender. Uh, yes. I mean, she's a baddie. <laughs> she's an absolute baddie. I will not hear any Rihanna slander we love you, Ray. on this show Shout ever. Out to you. Well, now that we have our cocktails loaded up, um, let's hop right into the kind of first section of the show. We call it our drinkton, all right? It's like LinkedIn, you know, except for the difference is we're not suit and tying it. We're not going to be all stuffed up. We're going to talk a little bit about your bar industry experience. So three main questions. First, how did you first ever get into the bartending business? What was your first job, first place you worked? Bartending business. Um, or service business, I should say. Okay, so service industry. I used to be the person that made ice cream at Friendly's. It was my first job when I was 16. How much did you hate those people? I hated them a lot, but <laughs> I will say I'm a craft queen, so like making the cute Sundays was adorable. Um, yeah, I quit that job after I think three months. So, I my my immediate question is, I get what you're saying. Like you actually enjoyed putting together a cute. beautiful looking Sunday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many Sundays in did your passion die? Um, you know, it was probably like the second week of working. Okay. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I kept up with it. It paid for the beer on the weekends. You I know? did. I love the juxtaposition, Mike, of a of a restaurant called Friendlies, where the people inside are like, "This motherfucker, mm-hmm. I'm gonna drown you in a fucking Rocky Road bucket, you <laughs> yep. piece of shit." But here's Pretty a cute here, here's a cute Sunday at least. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna is... burn you with hot fudge, motherfucker. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, I I do love the juxtaposition there. Well, that I gotta say, that is an interesting first foray into the restaurant business. We've had Snowball Stand for sure. That was kind of similar, but um, no, it wasn't. Uh, wasn't Tony from episode three? Wasn't he uh, friendlies? Yes. Oh my sure god. We, well, yeah. we have our second. And, and you're right. That that vibe Tony. really fits him because he would have burned you with fucking hot fudge. Oh so. no doubt. Shout out to Tony <laughs> Castino. Wow, I totally forgot about that. We're talking. That's a blast back to episode two. Um, if anybody Three. goes back and listens, uh, disclaimer, the audio quality was not great back then. But stick with it, people. We're Still getting better. Now. We're put- guys are doing great. <laughs> We're putting money back into the show. I promise. I promise. So, all right. Well, that, that's that's an interesting start. So where do you go from there? Tell me about um, the different positions you've held throughout your service industry time. Oh, I have a list. 
Okay. I wrote it down today at work. Can we do something fun? Yes. Can you rat-a-tat-tat them all off in a row and then we'll talk about some of them? What am I supposed to do? Just, like, read what I was? Like, just bang, 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 bang. Okay. Um, let's go. Wait, hold on. All right, so we said friendlies. Yeah. And then we have liquor store, cocktail server, bartender, 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 bartender. Her bona fides, if uh, anybody is not listening, and I know it's bona fide. Shut the fuck up. I see you about to jump in there, Michael. I'm doing a thing here. Um, are unquestioned. Her bona fides are unquestioned. Bam. Um, so, damn, a lot of bartending on there. All the bartending jobs. All right. But the cocktail serving kind of set the table for that. Was that the, the first? The cocktail serving is when I realized I fucking hate human beings. I may as well milk them for as much money as humanly yes. possible. Yes. <laughs> and if I'm a bartender, I can be mean to them and they still pay me. And they'll give me more. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's like the best gig God in the world. Bless. People are just gluttons for pain. And I don't, I, I don't know how or why. But I hate them all. You can tell them that to their face and <laughs> then they pay you more money. <laughs> Especially, and... Honest to God, it's more so if you're female. Yes, 100%. Oh, my God. Yep. We, Mike, uh, do you remember when we used to go to the Diz back in the day? Yeah, we've talked about this lady yeah. before. Because yeah. you know, how much you love her there, just treat you like a piece of shit. It's I always a Sam. Diz, I loved it. Yeah, I, what is it about the Sam? Uh, it's always a Sam. You God know? damn it. It if was she, Sam. Yeah, there you go. That's strange, yeah. Um, she could burn me with lit cigarettes, and I would come back the next day. I mean, seriously. Um, all right, so... Tell me a little bit about some of the steps. Like, where were you working these jobs? Are they all the same bar, different bars, bouncing around? Okay, so I am somebody that likes to have at least three jobs at once. Currently, I have four. I'm a little bit psychotic, whatever. I dig that about you. You're a hustler. Um, so, friendlies was friendlies, whatever, that's gone. Um, then I worked at a liquor store. And when I worked at the liquor store, I feel like that, like, kind of made me interested in oh I can mix drinks and make more money than minimum wage right now so then Mm -hmm. cocktail server um it was just cocktail serving hated it so much quit after six months what was that place called should I say the name of it well yeah oh yeah actually fuck them they were called it's in Deptford New Jersey worst place ever worst management there you go there you go. Love it. The Stole management it. has since changed, though. So you know what the cool. No thing? offense. You know what the cool thing about this show is. I, I I don't usually reveal this, but I did go to law school, and I understand how defamation works. The cool thing is if it's true and it's based on a factual experience, hey, they can't come at us for anything. Come on, <laughs> come on. You should have treated your employees better. That's Dude, they have banging food there, but they nah. fucking suck. That doesn't always mean it's a good place to work. Okay, right. we we've all been to those restaurants where the food is good and the employees look like they're but gonna commit uh kumite at the table so something like that yeah um all right so you you leave there because management was so shitty yes um one of my co-workers actually she was a cocktail server with me and our manager yelled at her in the kitchen calling her a stupid fucking bitch and i was like that'll do it maybe we should leave right now walk out Fuck them, and that's what we did. And it was love great. That. We had a great night. I love that for you. Thank you so much. And 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 whoever that other bartender <laughs> was, love that for you guys. So where? So then, does it just click in your head like it's time to bartend? Um, it took a little bit, and then I was like, yeah, maybe I should bartend. I want to make money. I like nice things. Yeah. So, so is it, it? Has it been similar types of bars? No. Oh my god. All, all different. All very over fucking different. So what are some of the profiles? Are we talking like Italian restaurants? Are we talking about nightclubs? Are we talking about? So the only restaurant I was ever actually at is where I was a cocktail server. Oh really? Great restaurant, honestly. Okay. Just awful management. 
Um, so my first actual bartending job was at the nastiest, most disgusting dive bar in the entire world, and it was my favorite job. Yes. I, yes. Dude, like, <laughs> yes. it's hard. Like, everything that you learned at this place, and I will say it's called Town Tavern. It is no longer open. Um, the locals used to refer to it as the toilet. No. The oh, toilet. my God. Oh, the my town God. toilet. Why, now, did they call it the toilet because it smelled like a toilet? Or because... It was just like where all of the shitheads went. Yes. Oh, both. okay. All right. Sounds about right. So, yeah, this place was just fucking all. There, there were bugs that would bite your ankles. Like, there were no cameras in there. Oh, yeah. The owner, dude, I worked there for almost three years. The owner, I never met him. Get out of here. That's, that's so his, shady. Yeah. I his, love that. His wife apparently owned, like, it was in her name because there was some shit of that course, went on. Of course. Of course yeah. it was. Oh, dude, but he used to text us our schedule every week. Dude, he used where to is call this? Us. Where is this? It is in Atco, New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. All right. This is South Jersey, right? Yes. Okay. Right. Atco, Berlin. What's, like, the closest what, what, town? What kind of bugs? <laughs> I can't get over that. There were yeah, yeah. bugs that would bite your ankles. Good question. Good question. Uh, I, I think know. they're called mice, right? Or rats. <laughs> Please, I don't know, ticks, mosquitoes. Wait, are you being dead serious? We're talking Dude, about- we used to be like, yo, there's bugs in here biting our ankles. You gotta wear high socks. That's what I'm saying. They would pull the socks down, these bugs. No. <laughs> Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, that place was fucking gross. That's Great unbelievable. Memory, you gotta, see, what you need to do in that scenario is you have to come up with like a cocktail called the ankle biter or like the giddy up 409 or something. It's like high test. So you can spill a little bit on your ankles and it'll kill all Yeah, get that great alcohol, yeah. Well, no, there was a joke, actually. So when um, the pandemic first happened... You were working there? No, God, no. Oh, I was going to say, Jesus what a Christ. great place to be no, working there. No, but listen, the pandemic. there was a thing circulating on Facebook. It was like, if you've ever had a drink at the town toilet, you're immune to COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've been, I've seen a few of the, uh, similar reactions to bars in Baltimore, too. And I'm sure there's been a few reactions about some of the bars in... Uh, in Pittsburgh, Kansas, too. I mean, look, I love T.J. Leland's to the day I die, but that T.J. Leland's bathroom was a scary place. Scary, scary place. Don't you don't you ever talk shit on T.J. Leland's? No, I, hey, listen, I love T.J. Leland's more than more than any anywhere else in Pittsburgh, Kansas. It Maybe was just anywhere. scary for you because you took a poop in there without being in a stall, and there were other men. Well, there's, there. the you're, door you're was ripped vulnerable. off. I mean, I just want my dicks my dicks <laughs> hanging out the side of the toilet. Like, what do you? T- I mean, you know, people are walking in and out. Meg, Meg is dumping throw up out of a bucket, you oh, know? so bad. It's so relatable. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, um, all right. So, I, I love that you went head over heels into the bartending business. And you're still bartending now, right? Yes. So, tell us a little bit about the place that you work now. Uh, if you want to share the name, we'd love to promote it. We'd love to try to get some people there, um, you know, uh, juicing, juicing the tips on your shift. But... Tell us about where you are now in the business. So I don't know that I want to share the name. That's of fine. It. That's fine. Um, Can you describe it? It is the best bar I've ever worked at. Honestly. Really? Yes. I know That's the di- I said the dive bar was amazing, but that was just funny memories. Amazing. This right. place. So the bar is owned and run by a bartender. Okay. Who is a female? That's killer. She's, so you you have that connection point. Yeah. So it's the whole place is run. Um, to not so much just to benefit bartenders but like she knows how to staff appropriately she yeah. knows she's always on our side it's she, more organized than the town toilet oh yeah 100%. even though you enjoy oh. the town toilet it's like i assume the town toilet is somewhere where they would constantly run out of shit right things would be ice machine toilets broken the schedule comes out a day before you know you're not getting paid properly 
It's nice to be at a bar. We didn't get paid. <laughs> well, there you go. Right. We, we got the schedule via text message, and yeah. I didn't have a bouncer or a bar back. I was everything. So this is this is probably a nice, a refreshing change of pace to add a little uh, a little bit of professionalism to the proceedings. Kind of. Well, and that yeah. And well, like you said, not only her being a bartender, but if you recall from uh, Trent episode sixteen, he worked for um, a, a woman-run bar, and he said it was one of the best experiences. 100%. He said there was just no bullshit, and working there and working for them was just a pleasure, and they took great care of him. So yeah. I just I like that we're hearing that theme come up again. If you're a listener right now and you think male ego plays a role in your workplace, let me let me tell you right now, you've never experienced male ego in a restaurant workplace because it is so much worse nine times out of ten that person does not have a college degree or high school diploma and that doesn't i'm not making any comment about the level of education i'm making a comment about the general manager not necessarily knowing how to manage people or like do basic math or like schedule appropriately (laughs) right those things are huge factors and a lot of times it's just some guy that fell ass backwards into that role and he's a hothead, and and unfortunately he runs it like he's swinging his dick around, and it's it's a really it's very accurate. Yeah, it's not a fun environment to be <laughs> no. in for anyone, male it's a or female. Fun environment to quit though. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Tell somebody to go fuck themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, Let's what, what are some of the other things that you really like about uh, the bar you're working at now? So the bar I'm working at now, I love every single coworker that I have. Um, very rarely do you find in this industry that you work with all females and it's a copacetic environment. There's Nobody has issues with each other. We all work together great. We all, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like a, like a sisterhood almost behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it's not usually the case at places. And yeah, and I love my customers. Can you tell us just... Can you tell us just kind of what type of bar it is? Is it like a dive bar? Is it a club kind of it's place? It's kind of like a sports bar. Yeah. I would say like a sports bar. How big are we talking? Like, what's cool. your total seating capacity? I have no idea, but we have three bars. Oh, okay. In, yeah, we have three bars on the property within wow. our... Outside, inside? Outside one, inside two. Killer. Yeah. Killer. So, so we're talking live like, music. So we're talking like, oh, you have live music too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Every nice. Every night. Nice. Anybody so, from Philly right now, they're like, oh, I think I, I might know this. Bar, so. <laughs> they, no, they hear my voice. They're like, yeah, that bartender definitely told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> uh, I, I have a feeling at some point in the show, uh, Sam's going to tell us about a time she served a real Jersey Turnpike. So we'll, we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see if that comes out. But no, that's killer. I mean, it sounds like the type of place I want to be for like a big game day. Like I can take a big crew there. We can get loaded and then party afterwards. Dude, it's so much fun. That's awesome. Great bar. Well, I got to get up there. You know, obviously, um, my sister living here in Philly would love to, to come and actually see you in action at the bar. So we're going to make that happen at some point here. Well, and Sam's been kind enough. She, she's she been wrangling some other bartenders for us, too. So we're yeah. going gonna to have to come back to I Philly. I got a whole fucking list. Yeah. We didn't give them enough notice, but we, we, we'll get a longer runway for the next time that we come up to record. But uh, that's awesome. So... Um, I, I, so you're still doing it now. I'd love, you know, if anybody is listening to the show, you are from Delco and you know where we're talking about, or <laughs> you just happen to run into Sam, do, do this show and yourself a favor and don't be one of the customers we're about to talk about. Okay. Just be patient, be kind, tip well, and, and have a blast at this place. All right. Um, do you know what time it is, Sam? 
What time is it? It's time for the gauntlet. I know that you know better than most as a listener of the show that we now have to put the screws in and turn them. I hope you're ready. I'm prepared. Oh, yeah. She's she's not even sweating. I have it's my hot. bumblebee notebook. She's got her bumblebee notebook, okay? Can, we have can our I just piece. jump in really quick before we get into the gauntlet? I just, because this is all, you know, meant, you know the, uh, theater of the mind. I lo- I'm loving the side long glances you keep giving Steve. I wish the I people could see it. I can't help it. I have because... such... <laughs> it's my bitch face. <laughs> uh, so, no, I, I, I absolutely love it because I feel the same way about him. So it's, it's just, <laughs> oh, my it's... God. No, I'm, <laughs> glad you brought, I'm glad you brought this up because she has very intense eyes. And they're, and, I'm, and if anybody has ever... <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's not a bad thing. That's a compliment. She like they're you know they're like they're locked in and so when when I'm sitting here looking at you on the screen Mike there's this little box in the bottom stop. and every now and then I'm like ah I was like ah am I, I I'm worried I'm worried I think my fiance no feels. I'm worried I was saying something wrong at some point I'm actually here's the other thing I've almost used her real name like five times Don't already do I have it, almost used her it's real right. name I'm and so I'm like nervous it's about like that. on the tongue and then I'm like it's say, so funny though say. because I have like. 30 total followers on Instagram and I'm like nobody but like I'm sounds so, like our show <laughs> do you know what I mean like I don't know it's just weird no so, no no, no sorry. even if even if Steve which he probably is inevitably gonna fuck this up uh even if he does we'll shake it out so there's we, we can edit all that stuff oopsie out, so. oopsie no th- look the truth is we love anonymous guests because I found that yeah. they're almost more transparent because they know that they Ooh. have the protection there so and that's what this show's really about is airing the, the good stories, the grievances. I'm the, trying so hard not to look at you, dude. Right? No, I'm not. You can look at me just fine. I, I'm not having any issue with it. I was just, I was just, uh, just hopping on Mike's. Damn it, uh, eyes. Fuck. You're fine. You're fine. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get right into it. This is the Gauntlet. All right, Sam, you have made it to zero hour. Let's get right into it. The gauntlet question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions as she flips her bumblebee notebook. I am. I mean, she's like Mike. She's dancing on our grave right now. We haven't even gotten started. Um, All right, question number one, pet peeves and misconceptions. Tell us about your pet peeves for the service business, customers, coworkers, anything like that. All right, major pet peeve. Do not fucking tell me to smile. Do not Ooh. tell me what to do with my Ooh. face. It is very intrusive. I don't like it. Um, I think customer-wise, that's my biggest thing. And also, the people that say, I used to be a bartender, mm. or I am a bartender, just don't, don't fucking tell me that. Like, when I go out, you know I'm a bartender because I'm going to leave you a 20 on one drink. <laughs> right. That's how is. you know I'm in the industry. Actions break... speak louder than words, yeah. <laughs> Mike's right. Mike's absolutely right there. But let's break these down separately because the first one we've never gotten before, okay? Really? Mm-hmm. No, no one's ever said it on the show. I mean, I've definitely heard it, especially from female coworkers. Yeah, that's, that's what it. I was going to say. This is something, something that I feel women are going to deal with so much more. Something about a man telling me what to do with my face. Yeah. Go fuck your mother. Now, is it? It, it feels flirty because I remember in college, I I have a I have a lot of friends that are females where they'd be like, that is the number one thing to turn me off if you're hitting on me at mm-hmm. a bar. Like if you say, "Honey, why don't you smile?" or like, you know, no, literally, that's you it. Know, something like that. That was it. Was over. I'm never talking to this guy. He's dead to me. Like if you say, "Why mm-hmm. don't you smile?" something it's like that. It's so infuriating. Does it always? Is it always flirty? 
Like, because that's kind of how it feels to me. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the vibe of it is usually, like, old man trying to say something to me just to get the conversation started. He thinks he's hitting on me, but me, I want to fucking punch him in the throat. Um, (laughs) No, but, like, I remember one day I fucking snapped on someone. Like, I was, this was when I was in nursing school, so I had just been in school all day. And then I went to work another job, and then I came to close at the bar. And someone was like, this old man, he was like, why don't you smile more, honey? You're beautiful. Oh, my God. And I said, why don't I fucking smile? (laughs) I got the twitch in my eye. I went a little fucking crazy (laughs) on him. I was like, do you have a daughter or a granddaughter? How would you like it if an old, dirty man at her bar told her what to do with her face? I want you to think about that. (laughs) That is an incredible incredible. comeback. Yeah. That's brutal. I do shit like that, so. My My thing for these people is like, Anytime somebody comes into a bar or restaurant and feels like they need to dictate to a server or a bartender how, how they need to be or act or do their job, I always wonder what it would it be like if I walked into your office and I was like, I was like, hey, why don't you show a little bit more uh, chest today, Rick? Or hey, why don't you unzip <laughs> Dude, your literally. pants and pull you out your it. penis? You why are you smiling at me more in the 9 a.m. meeting, Rick? That's what what the hell? Yep. You know, you look a little well, sleep. Here, you look a little tired today, Rick. <laughs> Get it here, together, Rick. Here's an idea for these assholes. Instead of telling her to smile, fucking make her smile. Do no, something not only to that, brighten like, up her evening. Why don't you just get rid of that part of the conversation and just, you're beautiful. Thank you. I would smile. Exactly. But no. Yeah. Um, I, I that, one, that one I've heard so many times. And I'm glad that you brought it up on the show because one of Mike and I's blind spots is says two guys. No one has ever been like, hey, dude, smile more. You know, that no one has ever <laughs> yeah, said that. I don't even know how to No one said that to me ever. So, like, it's good that we're having a little bit more of that female bartender representation on here. Oh, so. I'm going to start saying this to, to male bartenders from now on. <laughs> you like, should. You, know, you, you actually you're should. You should smile more. <laughs> yeah. Be like, hey, baby, smile more. You know, honest to God. If, and you know what I'm the worst part kicked. is? Is that I'll literally be thinking about, like, my grandma or, like, puppies. And like, you're I'll having be an emotional so... moment. You're, no. just, you're not there. You're no, somewhere No, I'm there, dude, and I'm happy. Like, I'm so fucking happy, but my face is just, I have a resting bitch face, mm. and I can't help it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, damn, like, I felt a little socially anxious because I'm weird, but then you're telling me I look miserable, and now I'm right. really and now I'm already on edge. And now I'm like, yeah. fuck, dude, that, I need to walk that's away. That's the worst way to start a relationship with a patron, right? Like Pretty much, all, yeah. You know, where you're already, you want it to start well, and then they, they kick yeah, it Yeah, well, them. my regulars, they all know. They tell me what to do with my face. I tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> they laugh. They tip me 50 yeah. bucks. <laughs> and they probably do it because you've told them that you don't like it. That's probably why they do it, because they want to push your yeah. buttons. But yeah, oh, much. they want her, yeah, they want her cussing them out. Yeah, they're, they're gluttons for punishment. Oh, I yep. love my regulars. They're so great. <laughs> um, what is so? What was the second one again? Um, the second one is people in the industry now. Right, or they used to be in the industry, and they fucking say it. Now, my thing with these people is, in my experience, it's like, dude, I'm a bartender. I'm in the industry. It's like, do you think you're getting free shit? Because you yeah, and I met. What's your, what's your angle here, buddy? Yeah. You and I met two seconds ago. Okay, so like. If you want to show me you're in the industry, that's great. Like, give me right. a good tip. If you want to start coming to this bar every week, right. and then I'll start giving you free shit, I'll take care of you, that's another thing. But this idea that you happen to work at a bar somewhere doesn't... And it's not like it comes out and... Co- like, if if I'm super weeded and I catch someone's eye and they're like, oh, don't worry, I get it, I'm a bartender, go ahead. Like, I'm like, oh, that's okay, different. that's fine. Yeah. And then now I love you and fuck everybody else, I'm going to oh, 100%. Care. That's the better way to play it. But if you're just going to order a drink and say, 
I used to be a bartender. I don't fucking care. Like, yeah. oh, way to put pressure on me. Like, <laughs> yeah, you used to be a bartender. You probably couldn't hack it. That's probably why you're not doing I it anymore. I relate it to nursing. It's kind of like if you have a patient and their family member is in the room and they're like, yeah, I'm a nurse. Instantly, I'm like, fuck. Like, I know nothing and I'm going to fuck this up and shit. I'm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can I say on a podcast? Um, you know, maybe we should shake that out. You know, know. maybe we shake it out. Maybe we don't. It's authentic, right? You know, it's whatever. (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It just puts pressure on you, and I don't think that it's fair. So, but but that's that's more of a testament to who you are. There, there. You know, even though you definitely, you know, I'm gathering have a big personality. There are some humble qualities to you where you say when you meet that other person that's a nurse, like, hey, you know, you probably know more than me, and that's. Maybe not even true. You're probably a very competent health professional, but yeah. but you you say to yourself because there's something where you're like, I, I don't want to show off, right? I just want to do a good job, right? And I well, I like and that you have somebody who knows who knows what they're doing in the room now with you, observing what you're doing, and That's you know what you have I no mean. idea what their expectations are, right? So it's it just adds yeah. like I feel like. Um, I'm just a very anxious person to begin with, so yeah. I'm overthinking everything in every single moment besides coming to an apartment and possibly getting murdered, whatever. <laughs> no, I thought, you, I thought you really nailed it. I, thought I, you I made peace Instagram. with that, dude. I, I love the when Instagram I was walking on Broad works. Street, I made fucking peace with that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is how it ends. Oh, fuck. This is how it ends. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Um, Mike, yeah. you didn't know this was going to be a true crime show tonight. Stab, stab, stab. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just feel like it's way too much. Like, you don't have to fucking tell me that you're a bartender. Like, I'm not right. going to give you an extra pour. Go fuck yourself. That That is mm. the way to do it, though. You you made a great point. Like, if I'm weeded and you, like, I come, come to you and you see that. You and see you're like, me see you. Good. I totally get it. And you're or, like. Take ten years. I don't care. Yeah, and or if I come over, I'm like, hey, sorry, it took so long. Hey, man, no big deal. You were you were getting hammered. I've been behind the bar a million times, getting hammered like that. That's how you. That's how you do it. Yeah, I've definitely told people. No, I used to bartend to be like, dude, I I get it. Just you know, take care of me, whatever you can. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, even at Flannel just now, when I had that phenomenal fucking chicken sandwich, um, the woman didn't know I was a bartender probably until I tipped her twenty dollars on a ten dollar sandwich. Do you know what I mean? Sure. And then she's like, what is the service industry? Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. So I got to sneak in here. I I try to give the gauntlet to our guests. But I was was bartending this past weekend, and a new pet peeve dawned on me. And I want to... Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. I want to share it it with both of you, because I never thought about it before, but I hate it. I hate it. And I want to share it with you, and I want you guys to give me your honest and immediate reaction to... To how it makes you feel. So, you're behind the pipes. You're working hard. It's busy, right? Okay. You're maybe you're not weeded, but it's busy. You're you're going. You're just going drink to drink to drink to order to order to order, right? And there's somebody sitting at the bar, and inevitably this person is always sitting in front of the well where most of the drinks are made. So like the main kind of like drink making station, and this person will consistently. Not once, not twice, but over and over and over again. Ask you, what's that drink? Nah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God, no. What's that one? What's that drink? Over and over. And so then, every single drink you make, you have to be like, 
This is an old fashioned. This is a Manhattan. This is a margarita. This is a pina colada. This is a fucking crush. Uh, how, how do you make that? What are, what are the ingredients? Exactly. You know good. the follow up question. Open too. Your oh, eyes. what is that? What's in that? Oh my God. Is it good? Can I taste it? Oh my God. Oh my God. Do not ask me what this drink is. When I, when I have served it to somebody else and I come back over, if you want to be like, hey, what did that person order? I will then tell you and we'll have a conversation. But you need to wait until the next time that I have a a like interaction with you as a guest to ask that mm-hmm. question. Don't be sitting there while I'm making drinks and I got seven things in my head being like, what's that? What's that? What's yeah. that? I can't stand it. I, I hate sounds it like, so much. Sounds like somebody who doesn't get social cues. You know what I mean? Like, because oh, I'm sure they were they were probably trying. They probably weren't trying to you know upset you by any means, but. God, man, the guy's at work. Leave him alone. He's trying to do his damn job. This isn't, you know, you know what, <laughs> ask Steve like, a million questions. We can only have this perspective because we've all been behind bar. Yeah. And, like, this person is probably just like, I'm just a lonely person and I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, but, come on. It's probably someone's pop-off. You're a dick. Let's get stereotypical. <laughs> can we tell what kind of person? Tell us what kind of person. Let's do this because that's what I was going to yeah. say. Let's get stereotypical yeah. with it. It's never somebody's pop-up. Aww. Somebody's pop-up will sit and drink his Miller Lite and he'll shut the fuck up. It's God the same. Right. <laughs> it's the same lady every time. It's it's always two or three ladies. They're sitting together. They're having their night out as girlfriends. They haven't been out in a while. Okay, She's probably hitting on you, they're, dude. They're That's what I was gonna say. No. They just think he's cute. This no, they just think he's it. cute. These are always moms between the age of like forty-five and sixty-five. And what does that have to do with anything? But they're never. I'm just trying to paint a picture, right? Okay, I'm gonna... just saying. They, I'm, I'm, I'm with Sam. I think they're, I think they're India. Listen, I took their order 20 minutes ago. They never drink anything other than Chardonnay, and that's what they're gonna drink forever. And no problem with that. But don't act like, don't act like you're gonna order this. You know, I mean, or ask me when I come back around. It's just like when I'm mm. making the drink. Don't be like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? It's just, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. I had to get that I out of my just, system. I have to cut I you off. See. Oh, my God. Because we're talking about pop-ups. This is one of my regulars. He oh gave me God. a bracelet, and he's, oh, he's literally so a pop-up. Oh, he is really pretty. He's, he's, oh. Can you see that? Oh, yeah. Get a I can see him, yeah. Oh, look Isn't at him. Isn't he cute? He's adorable. <laughs> he he's like 85 years old and name? drinks Coors Light. Just, I don't, he's, yeah, what's he's his Coors Light. I don't know. He's just there Coors Light. I see him. There it is. Dude, I see him walk in. I run. I don't care how busy I am. Here, first one's on me. I love him. He's nice. He has a nice smile. He's he adorable. Nice That's I, someone's pop-up. Old regulars are great. Yes. Okay. And, and uh, you know, if they want to ask me one time what this is, that's fine. If they ask me twice, I'll, I'll hit an old man in public if I have to. Um, all right, moving on. Question number two, <laughs> best and worst tips. Tell us about the times you're like, holy shit, that's a nice percentage. And the times where you're like, get this motherfucker out of my bar. Okay, so... I kind of just spoiled it because I wrote down in my Bumblebee notebook, best tip, pop-pop bracelet. Mm, that was that's fine. Tell us but, about it. Okay, so I'm going to move on from that, and I'm going to tell no, you about... No, no, tell us about pop-pop bracelet. He's just cute. He just gave me a bracelet one day, and that's I was so like, nice. wow. That's just sentimental. You're definitely going to heaven. Love you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loves you, pop-pop. Um, so I want to tell a story about when I was a cocktail server, Guys used to flirt with me all the time, and I used to tell them, I'll give you my number, but it depends on how much you tip me. I That's would a give great them. Response. I, so, the cousin um, that we're talking about today, who was on, who I was on the phone with with my mama, yes. I used to give her number out <laughs> to get tips. Oh my <laughs> she God. She used to call me in the morning and be like, Yo, 
who the fuck is this? And why did they text me at 3 a.m.? I'm like, dude, I have bills to pay. I don't know what the How fuck How many dick talking. pics did she receive? Oh, countless. <laughs> dude, you got to do what you got to do. I agree. Listen, hey, hustle. You can, Listen, yeah. Hustle is hustle. That's what it is. Yeah. Simple as that. <laughs> Shout out to that you, but also fuck you, cousin. <laughs> I, I, I heard a story this weekend of a, a female bartender that would always give out nine digits. Ooh. She would give out the first nine digits of her phone number correctly, and the reason why she was hoping that t- that as that person tried to guess the 10th uh, number that they'd be sending crazy shit to all these different people and she used I it gotcha. as a um, like as a barometer of how much does this guy actually like me because like, <laughs> like because when you're you have, if, when you're out at a bar and you're drunk and you're flirting right it's like you know what you do I really matter to you right but mm-hmm. she w- she actually told me that she went out on a couple dates with guys that tried all the different numbers and then finally it's like, wait, how many That's people what I have mean, you right? That's what yeah. I mean. It's how like, m- it's like how many people have you texted to try to actually also, finally get to me? In yeah. my head, I'd be like, all right, you're a little fucking psychotic. That too. <laughs> that, also <laughs> that. A little bit of a red flag there. Also that. You'd have to play it correctly out of that. You'd have to be coy and joking and funny and be like, You'd have to play a perfect, like every note perfect out of that because it does seem a little stalkery. You'd have to be a lot like my fiance and have the perfect amount of BDE, big dick energy. Yes. You just got to bring it in the conversation, <laughs> carry it all the way through, and that's it. BD. Steven, my Steven, God bless you. Oh, he's a Steven? He's a Steven. Oh, bless your heart, sir. You're you're a wonderful person, I can already tell. All right. Um <laughs> Well, that uh, those are both good. I like the bracelet one too. It's very sentimental. I don't think we talk enough about sentimental about tips on this yeah. show, and they're they're just as they're they're just as good, if not better, than monetary tips. Sometimes. They're fucking wholesome mm-hmm. too. Sometimes. All right, number three, worst drink orders. And Mike, explain kind of a little bit more how this category has evolved. Yeah. So worst drink orders initially was like basically cringe drinks, like stuff that you're gonna judge the customer when you hear it. Um, but it's also kind of evolved to drinks that you maybe hate to make or also um, maybe like the worst drink that another bartender's ever made for you. Um, worst drink order, I would definitely say that I cringe and I judge white Russians. Sorry if you guys like what? that. Really? Like, why the fuck are you drinking that? It's so delicious. it's delicious. Sure, but like it's Friday night and you're like, oh, let me get a white Russian. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> let, me, let me fucking not. <laughs> Listen, I... <laughs> I'm just going to say this. I have never ordered a white Russian after the sun has gone down. Well, there you go. Mm. You're a half-decent human being. It's not a nighttime drink, okay? It's just not. But then it's the Irish trash can. Why are you doing it to yourself? And maybe it's the nurse in me. I'm like, that's a little bit too much. Are we talking? What are you doing here? Wait, yeah, explain what the Irish trash can is. You don't know what an Irish trash can is? Is that like a car bomb? I know what a garbage can is. So in... Uh, maybe it's the same thing an Irish trash can it's pretty much a Long Island but you don't have the coke you don't have the sour you have blue curacao and a Red Bull flipped upside down oh it's a yeah uh, um, uh, yes a trash can yeah or yeah, I don't know why we call it Irish. Blue game, motorcycle but. too is a variation. Yeah, blue motorcycle too, a, right? So it's fucking gross. So a Long Island yeah. with blue, car- <laughs> blue carousel is a blue motorcycle. A okay. Long Island with blue carousel and Red Bull is always I've heard called a trash can. So it does turn green though with the Red Bull. So maybe that's why they that call it an sense. Irish trash can. That's but my either guess. way, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah, no, Get it yeah. together. not good. Not good for no, you. No, that's. When that, I, no, to... I was just going to say that that has, that of course, come up on the show. Now, I will say, in, in the defense of that drink, 
they did name it a trash can. They did. They know. They know they it's a garbage you right drink. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> if you're willing true. to go up to a bar and order a trash can, then, yeah, you know what you're getting yourself into. When I was in, in school in West Virginia, there was a place called Fat Daddy's that did dollar trash can night where you would, get, you would get your trash can in a pitcher. It was in a pitcher. <laughs> it was a ridiculous amount of alcohol for $1. And uh, let me just say... Uh, the people that, that downed the most of them were definitely from Delaware County. All right, I'll just leave what? it. <laughs> did, the, did, they leave, did they leave the Red Bull can in it upside down? Yeah. They just That's what they do. Yeah. 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 You got to. It's a little bit of flair. It's fun. Um, yeah. Well, that's Oh, wait. Good. Actually, before before we move on, can I hit you with something really quick? So we've Are talked you... a lot of shit on... We've, no, this will be quick. We've talked a lot of shit on Mountain Dew, and we, the yeah. Caribou Dew has come up, which is a... Um, it's a Mountain Dew beverage, anyway. Um, so, Justin brought to work the other day a uh, flaming hot Mountain Dew. What? And I was like, okay, no. flaming hot Mountain Dew. Yeah. Spicy? And I was like, well, like this a is spicy Mountain. Yeah, Dew? spicy Mountain no. Dew. It actually wasn't no, too bad. No, to be no, with you. no, no, no. But no, uh, no. they brought that in, and then he. So Justin suggested um, a variation on the Long Island called the Fire Island. Which it's a Long Island, but instead of regular whiskey, you do Fireball, and then instead of Coke, you do flaming hot Mountain Dew. <laughs> Alternatively, Fire Island. you could just not. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the better option. That. Dig that, Sam. No, that's, that's I'm never gonna. I just. I thought it was creative. I thought. Let's it was try creative, it. You know. Screw yeah. it. Episode fifty. That's what we're drinking. Um, all episode long. So John, John from uh, the bartenders, he recommended that you and I do some segments where we have to try all of the worst drink orders from the show. So maybe would, we'll work that in there somewhere. That that actually does sound fun. Maybe that's what we'll do. We could even do that leading up to episode fifty as a, a promo mm-hmm. for that. But um, uh, you know what I thought you were going to say to me, Mike? What? What I thought you were going to interrupt the gauntlet to say was that Steve, you forgot to do the cocktail history. Oh, well, it's fine. Let's just move on because also this is her cocktail, too. So we heard the history. You know what I mean? It's it's Rihanna and stuff. I know, I know. (laughs) And you you described so well why you picked this drink. I just love talking about Grey Goose. I think it's a really cool story. So at some point, at the end of the show, we're going to do the cocktail history. Not right now. We're going to keep it rolling. But just remind me. Don't you fucking derail the gauntlet, you son of a bitch. Number four (laughs) ultimate mistakes and fuck ups, like completely forgetting a segment on your own show. Either yours or your coworkers. So I am going to bring up again when I worked at um, the man, the owner actually, his entire family came in and I took them as a section. They were at a table. I spilled ranch dressing all over his mother. Oh my she was God. wearing a fur coat. It was a whole a thing. A fur coat? Yeah, dude. So that was good. So, you know, uh, that's how, how, how old is this lady? She was a mama, maybe like yeah. fifth, like 65-ish. I have a couple questions yeah. here, okay? Yeah. Question number one is who, not who wears a fur coat to dinner, who wears a fur coat while eating? Not, uh, you know what? Good question. Maybe she had just come in from you smoking. You gotta take it off. Yeah, that's a great take question. Off, that's on her, frankly, right? in my opinion. That's right? not on you. No, it's not. That's not my number fault. one. Number two. You can't dry clean that smell out. That's going to be in there. I mean, that's going to be deep in the deep in the fibers. Buttermilk, you know? bitch. That's going to be up in there. You know what I mean? Um, that's why ranch is not naturally occurring in the wild. It's not something that's supposed to mix with pelts, you know, or hairs of any ty- of any type. So uh, that's that's. Uh, sorry, I'm just having a little bit of a. 
Uh, uh, I, I don't think you could really yeah, call it PTSD. Now, here's, it's like, okay, so I've got another question for you. Do you think it was like a real fur coat? You know what I mean? Uh, do, uh, I don't know. They, they seemed like, like really rich Greek people. So I would yeah. assume yes. Um, I thought it was very funny. I do this thing where I laugh <laughs> when I fuck up and like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, what are you going to fucking kill me? Because I, I spilled ranch on you. <laughs> Like, fucking get over so you, it. So you, you spilled ranch on her fur coat, and then you laughed at her? I walked away first, but I laughed, yeah. You, I apologize first. See, you right, you I, and Lexi, I just I was just going to say, we need to talk about this. This is the second person. This is the second person now that's been on the show that when they fuck up, they laugh at the customer's There's face. There's nothing else And they're both do. from Jersey, now, baby. No, they're not. Oh, my God. you Dude, you're in trouble. She, Sam might be from Jersey, Lex is very, very proud. Oh, from New York. You oh, you're right, up, man. Dude. Lex, I am up. sorry. I'm wait really the, hungover. Please wait till this gets me. back to her. Wait till this gets back to her. <laughs> she's <laughs> from Long Island, and she's going to be pissed at you. She has a bit of a vendetta against Jersey. I'm Where not sure from, why. Jersey? But uh, I don't know if you've been listening recently, Sam, but obviously we're launching this new show called Tits and Tito's, and right. Lex, Lex is going to be one of the uh, hosts of that show. And she hates New Jersey. She has, oh, yeah. I think, an un... You know what, Ernie oh, Lex? Yeah. Shout out to you, girlfriend. I don't live there anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> and wow. my fiancé says that the only good thing that came out of New Jersey was me, so... Oh, my... Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> He's cute. Okay, I like that. I like it's it. all right because Bri- Brian, he's, from one of our uh, good friends, he's from Jersey, so you, you, you got you got uh, some yeah. fellow Jersey people on the show. So. Stephen has a romantic side, doesn't he? Stephen's he's really a big ham. You know what? It's funny because he is like tattooed head to toe. He looks like he'll murder you, but like when it comes to me, he's very sweet to me. That's nice. Anybody I, else that, though? <laughs> that makes my heart sing. I love that. You know, this we've talked about this on the show. For whatever reason, the name Steve is always either an asshole or an idiot in movies and TV shows. And I have been trying to change the math with people my Aww. entire life. That like, Stevens are nice. Yeah. Okay? We're nice. I swear. And so, I hate that stereotype. And this is just another check. This is another check in the wind column for the Steves out there. I think there. it's just because right, the name is Steve. We need to stop talking about him yeah. because every time I drink and I talk about him, I start to blush. And oh, my God. She's all starry eyed. All right, let's move on to the next question. Question number five. Health code violations. Town Tavern in Berlin. The entire <laughs> the toilet. The toilet. The, the fucking toilet. Just um, give us the list. Give us the, everything oh, you've seen dude, there. Dude, I don't. I didn't write this one down because there was just too much to oh, say. Oh, you had. Um, to, I mean, because it's burned it in your smelled, memory. You don't need to write it. It smelled so bad. It always smelled like a mixture of piss and vomit. Um, nice. The the people that went there, some of the regulars, they were just swamp creatures and meth monsters, and. <laughs> But they were, I mean, they were great. You know what I mean? Like, they would fuck someone up for you, but, like, uh, it was just... Any DSDDs? What does that mean? Uh, Dixon Street Dumpster Donkeys? Probably. I don't know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) They might have wandered in. You never know. They don't wander too far away from Dixon Street, but you never know where they could go. So... (laughs) Perhaps Berlin, New Jersey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, What, any, any specific things that you saw out of coworkers, out of staff, anything behind the scenes that the customers didn't see? Because... The smell is going to be obvious when you walk in the door of a dive bar, but I'm talking about, tell us like a behind the scenes health code violation um, at the toilet that people didn't know about. That you were like, oh my God, I shouldn't tell people this. The only thing I can really say is that it was known like, don't get a draft beer. Don't drink a soda. Like, 
because the lines only never get been bottled beer. Like uh, that is the only thing you should get from this place. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've worked at a couple bars where if uh, if you drink that beer and it's sour, that line has not been cleaned. That is mold. No, the, would... the the beer was only sour at this place. Uh, <laughs> all sour beers, but it's just Bud Light. Only. Oh, and, and, and if you have a problem, beers. fuck you, pay me. You chose this. <laughs> <laughs> you came to the toilet. I love that policy. I love that policy. That's an age-old uh, uh, home run right there. Well, my never, God. Never drink from the tap at the toilet, yep. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't drink out of the toilet just in general, but especially not this <laughs> toilet. So um, you have been making masterful work of this, Sam. Bravo. We are going to take a quick little break now that we are at our halftime. We're going to keep the recording going on our end, but we're going to, we're just going to, you know, we're going to freshen up. We're going to make a few more cocktails and we'll be right back with you with the second half of the gauntlet here in just a moment. This episode of the Bartender Ramp Podcast is brought to you by CIC PowerBox, your all-in-one portable power solution for AC electric, compressed air, and heavy-duty jumpstart. Our patented technology provides silent and emission-free power that recharges while you drive. With customers ranging from farmers and contractors to highway departments and military bases, the CIC PowerBox name has been put to the test for over a decade in the hardest-working environments. Whether you're working remote or have limited access to a power source, CIC PowerBox will help you get the job done. Call us at 802-468-7697 or visit CICPowerBox.com to view our product line. CIC PowerBox. Wherever you go, go with power. Welcome back, you beautiful barflies. Um, that was more of, uh, of an eventful halftime than we usually have. Um, if you listen to the very, very end of the show, you'll understand what I mean. I can't tell you more now, but I'll tell you more later. Um, let's just say there was a cameo by one of your favorite, favorite uh, BRP characters. It involves so. poop. It does involve poop. It involves poop and New Jersey, strangely enough. So, um, yeah, listen in for that. But uh, what a halftime it was. We did realize during halftime that I, being an idiot, running around with my uh, scatterbrain, forgot to do the cocktail history. And, you know, tonight, Sam was nice enough to uh, select a drink um, with Grey Goose. I've actually been kind of waiting to profile them because I think they have such a really cool story as an alcohol brand. So tonight, obviously, we're not going to profile the vodka soda. There's not a lot that you can do there. And I think... Uh, Sam's version of the vodka soda with the uh, crystal light in it is really her own unique thing. You're not going to yeah, see Sam, that out at a lot of bars. Yeah. And Sam, you got to come up with a name for that. You really you absolutely you have really to. I'll work on yeah. it. You work on that because we're going to need one for the show uh, uh, description. But when it comes to Grey Goose, I love the story because it, it's two main things. One, it's a gamble. It is two guys that say there is a blind spot in the alcohol business, specifically the vodka business. That's the first thing. And the second thing it is, is it is a representation of people being pioneers, trying something new, succeeding, and allowing other brands to follow. So if you are a Tito's drinker, if you like craft bourbon, craft whiskey that has come about in the last 20 years, you owe a lot to Grey Goose. And the reason why is Grey Goose was one of the first ever non-Polish or Russian vodkas to hit the scene and succeed. 
the original guy who founded it, the CEO of Grey Goose, who later sold the company to the Bacardi Group, was a guy named Sidney Frank, pretty famous in the alcohol business, has has helped kind of build and uh, and distribute a, a number of different alcohol brands. His his uh, specialty kind of kind of became um, finding luxury brands to pierce markets. So whether that's the rum market or the gin market or uh, cognacs or champagnes, his specialty is seeing where is there a blind spot in that market? How can I undercut it or offer consumers of that particular type of alcohol something different? So Sidney Frank in the late 90s goes, my God, all of the vodka that we're drinking is Russian, it's Polish, it's really not super high quality water or distillation. It's being imported. We need to offer the American consumer and consumers around the world an alternative. And so what he does is he hunts down not a vodka maker. He hunts down one of the most famous distillers in all of France, a guy named Francois Thibault. Okay, or Thibault. I don't know exactly how to pronounce the last name, but he's known as the cellar master. Francois had been renowned in France for years for bottling cognacs. Francois is one of the, actually the, the people to put French cognac on the map in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. And so this is a guy that is not skilled at making vodka, had never made a vodka before, but was an incredibly talented distiller. And Sydney saw that this was perfect. I'm going to go find somebody that doesn't know vodka, but is really talented in this actual... Knows the science, yeah. Knows the science, exactly. Knows the science behind it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to fund him and set him in his ways to make a vodka that's unlike other vodkas. And so what does Francois do? He spends the next better part of a year researching everything about the vodka market and comes up with Grey Goose and, and decides to make some really critical... Um, decisions that make Grey Goose so different from every other vodka up until that point. So first thing he does is he gets um, he gets natural spring water. Forever, the water that was used for vodka was dis- was um, uh, washed, distilled. He uses natural spring uh, water, um, and then what he does is he filters it through limestone that is actually pulled from Champagne, France. So this is limestone that has the roots and a sediment of grapes littered throughout it. So it has sweetness, it has salts that you're not going to find in a lot of other water coming out of Russia or Poland. And then on top of that, he distills it multiple times on top of this to give it more of a silky, uh, almost smooth mouthfeel. And so all of these decisions help Grey Goose burst onto the scene and, and it, their first year in business in 1998, they won the award for the best tasting vodka in the world at the uh, Beverage Testing Institute. It's a big convention that they do wow. for alcohol, which it's just so cool that these two guys were like, hey, we see this blind spot. We're going to try something mm-hmm. new. And literally, if you're a Tito's vodka drinker, you do not have Tito's without Grey Goose changing the map. Because up until that point, no one was doing vodka that was not from like the Eastern Bloc of Europe. Okay, no one was doing it, and they weren't succeeding. And it was companies like Grey Goose trying something new that allowed an American vodka from Austin, Texas, to become the number one selling liquor in the United States in 2021. So, awesome. I mean, I love that story. I've, I knew a lot about it um, just 
from being in the service industry, but I was glad that you picked that for this episode because I got to research and really uh, sink my teeth into it. I just think it's such a uh, cool story of a brand rising and an entrepreneur, you know, Sydney Frank, um, uh, mm. in the distillation business. So well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. You you, <laughs> you, you saved the, the show. You've saved the show. The the team morale and and you've also given us a great great story to share with the people. So. Love it. it. The funny thing is, with vodka, I don't want to fucking taste it. So if I'm ever drinking a vodka drink, I don't want to taste yeah. it. Crystal Light. So. There you go. Crystal Light. Hey, yeah. cheers. <laughs> All right. Let's get right back into it. Before we do question number six, I have to ask you, ranch or blue cheese? Yes. Both. Both. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell us, uh, is it uh, different foods you're doing ranch or blue cheese with? Chicken wings. Chicken wings. Yeah, wing, wings really is the, that's like the cornerstone. Yeah. Wings, I just don't care. Like, do we only have ranch? Then I'll have ranch. Do we only have blue cheese? Mm. Then I'll have blue cheese. But if I'm choosing, I would. You don't have to choose. Don't, you know, in fact, don't choose. Do me a favor and I like don't. both equally. That's fine. And yeah. I'm happy with that. No, and, and let's just put this in the check column of another person that is not judging blue cheese eaters. Okay, moving on. Question. As we sit on our couches and judge every ranch lover out there. Well, hey, listen, I'm allowed to judge you or not, okay? Ranch is good. <laughs> Question number six. Ratchet and crazy customers, or Michael, as this, uh, tell her what this category has expanded to. Ratchet and crazy customers. Uh, you fucked up. You need to do the next memorable one. Memorable Oh, wait, no, I'm fucked up. God damn, I'm so Mem- sorry. I'm, I really am very it's hungover, okay. guys. All right. Ratchet and crazy customers. So go. this this is a uh, you know you these are the people that that you uh, will never forget, even though you may want to forget them. Memorable. But we've also expanded. I, I'm doing it, damn it! You told me to do it. Now shut your mouth and let me do it, you piece of shit. God you damn! Shut your whore This mouth. has also been expanded to <laughs> memorable customers. So maybe somebody that's come in and just like the bracelet story that you told with Pop Pop, right? So that's Aww. one of those memorable customers. That's somebody that makes this job a little bit more special for you. Okay. Fucking fuck you, Steve. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I um. <laughs> I love you. There's so many. I love you too, babe. You guys are so cute together. Wow. I do. You should see when we live together. Oh god. You know, Mike, we, we were tech we were text fighting, and I, I was just like, I was like, babe, come on, you know I love you, babe, and he's like, Aww. quit calling me babe. <laughs> Don't call me babe, babe, but I love you more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Okay. So memorable customer. Hmm. But we love it the ratchet, ratchet and crazy, and crazy ones. That's too. what that's like, what we like. Yeah, that's the, those are our favorites. Like yeah. I think you did. A, Mike Mike made the point. I think you did a really good job of sharing pop pop bracelet guy. Why did I say bracelet? Bracelet. It's the, it's the grape juice. <laughs> the pop. Yes. He's, drinking, he's drinking like a pretentious suburban woman, yes. and he's sounding like one as but, well. <laughs> but the guy, the the customer who gave you the bracelet, that's somebody who's very memorable. Maybe just with the area. The geographic area you've bartended, you probably might have some more experience with ratchet and crazy customers. Anybody stand out over the years of somebody that was really acting a fool? There's so many, but I think that my answer to this question would actually tie into the fight one. Ooh. Because it's like, it's the same thing, kind of. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. What, uh, let's do oh. it this way. What is one of the qualities of a patron that you see when you know that they got to go? Right, like you're behind the bar. Somebody comes in, they're acting a fool. Like, cause we've all we've all served drunk people, but I'm not necessarily just mm-hmm. gonna kick somebody out because they're drunk. What's one yeah. of the things that a customer can do where you're like, get this, get the security staff. Okay, so shut here, it down. 
I'm going to give this story, actually. Um, this is not a specific person, but it's like working at the first bar that I ever worked at, Town Tavern, the toilet. Yeah. Um, I was my own bouncer, manager. Mm-hmm. It was just me. You had to get your hands dirty, for sure. So this is Christmas Eve, and I. It, this was a huge pagan biker bar. Um, oh. So. Okay. My, <laughs> yeah, by the way, my, my bar was full. Sprinkle that on top. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did, other, did she say pagan biker bar? Is that what I heard? That's yeah. what you heard, yes. The other um, yeah. bartender I was tending bar with, she decided that she was done working and she went to get drunk. And I was like, yo, I'm fucking here for it. You go do that. I'll make the money. I love that for you. Get fucked up. Whatever. All right, cool. So she's drinking. I'm, I'm tending bar. And then a huge rush of bikers come in. And I, I don't know if it's because I just worked there or if it's like the I'm good at nursing thing or assessing a situation, reading the room. But like... There was about to be a fight. Like, they were about to fuck each other you up. You felt it in the air. And here's the thing yeah. about Town Tavern. You couldn't call the cops. Like, there was no calling cops. It just, Why is that? It just didn't happen. Like, okay. people just settled their issues. They beat the shit out of each other. Then they left. And kind of an unspoken, unspoken rule of, of the, the You just toilet. don't call the cops at the toilet. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I was tired. I was exhausted. Um, the co-worker I used to tend bar with, she used to refer to me as St. <laughs> Because I used to, I didn't drink at work. I didn't drink ah, after shift. I, okay. I never, I have never done a drug before in my life, and that's an actual thing. Me, me either. I, you're joking about it, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm, I a, I'm a prof- professional businessman. Okay. In middle school, and that's you're not like, a no, joke. never again, <laughs> never again. Okay, guys, relax. But anyway, um, so yeah, I was, I was working. I was actually tired because you know they're long fucking hours if you're not self-medicating. Um. And, and a pagan biker walked up and said, honey, you need to smile no, more. No, listen. <laughs> you listen. need to smile more, baby. So I saw a, like a fight about to brew. Like I knew it was okay. happening. Like a dude looked at another dude. And then this dickhead Vinny that used to come in all the time, he was looking at him a certain <laughs> There's way. There's always a dickhead Vinny, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Mouth and Vinny, off. I knew one on. guy was about to punch another guy. So I literally made everyone stop at the bar. And I was like, everybody hold hands. We're going to pray for Christmas. <laughs> I made an entire bar of pagan, crazy, jacked, motorcycle dudes hold hands and say a Christmas prayer and that's how I got out of having to deal with a that, fight <laughs> it's a Christmas fucking miracle that's that incredible. is beautiful that is probably the most iconic story now I've- if you told me if you told me after the prayer that y'all sang the first Noel together I'd be calling bullshit but I, I can almost believe that this whole I was like I'm not together. dealing with this right now you you hold hands everybody hold hands say a fucking prayer for Christmas <laughs> I love that. Fuck yes. That's awesome. So that's Fuck how yes. I dealt with that. That's some ingenuity right there. That's smart. That's I wasn't the way to play it. it. St. Lissa wasn't having it. That is the way to play it. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And that's a great way to... St. Lissa. That's not my name. I'm it's Sam. Okay. We'll shake it out. St. Okay. Sam. St. Sam. Wait, it's all right. Did he, did, he drop your, did he drop your name? I dropped my name. No, she dropped her own name. Oh, you did. Okay. If any of you Sorry. listeners, Sorry, Steve. if any of you listeners out there had uh, Sam saying her own real name on your bingo card... Then good for you, because I didn't screw this one up. But it's okay. We'll shut it up. Um, all right. Number hey, seven. I, I, I love that, but I actually have a question I want to ask really quick. Yeah. Be, specifically because of your, or like, just who you are as a bartender, and especially now with the place you work at that's predominantly run and operated by women, correct? Uh, so I have a question. Yes. Uh, so do you know what do you know what an angel shot is? No. So there's, uh, I've seen this, and they're, they Different places do it different ways, but there are ways that you can go up to a bartender and request an oh, angel yeah, shot. So basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's like if yeah, they're on so a date a, and yeah. Or just if you're if you're like a girl in the bar and some guy is like giving you really bad vibes and you're like actually concerned you know what i mean and you can basically go up without alerting anyone else that i'm in trouble right now or i could be in trouble domestic abuse yeah pretty much something like that it's like like order this shot and i'll make sure that you have an uber home or or somebody's like i've seen it i've seen it called the angel shot and things like that where they'll be like oh you've just alerted me that there's an issue and i'm going to look into this so i just didn't know if that was something that you were familiar with i think that's really cool and i'd like to know a little bit more about how that actually works because that's a really good safety net for people especially women going out to the we probably even just need a standard industry-wide about that yeah period because Mm -hmm. i'm telling you i had no idea what it was until you just but you know what when you're a woman and you tend bar i feel like you, you're always looking out for other women. You, like yeah. It yeah. You're more hyper vigilant. Even than when uh, it's crazy yeah. though, when I'm bartending at my bar right now, and you know, one of my bartenders will come up to me and be like, "Yo, did you see that guy in the corner messing with that girl or whatever?" We have a banter mm-hmm. on it like that. Like, yeah, I, I feel like we're always just hyper aware for the women in Good. our awesome, in our yeah. bar. Yeah. Not the men, yeah, sorry. Cool. So, <laughs> since we were on Ratchet and Crazy Customers, I just wanted to bring that no, up really that's quick. Great. But no, I mean, that's a that's an incredible story about the the pagan bikers saying a prayer for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> God, I just wish I could have seen those two burly ass men holding hands because you know they're like, God fucking damn it! All right, hold my fucking hand, dude. Because that's the thing; like, prayer. they all respected me. <laughs> yes, yeah, we've absolutely. had two stories about biker gangs on the show. One story. Uh, the biker gang, the Hell's Angels, were turned out of a bar because the bar owner was like, "We're gonna do a tea giveaway," you know. <laughs> you win a bag of tea. Does anybody want a bag of tea? And they were like, "What the hell is going on?" Here? And then the second one is the pagan kind of bar. Yeah, the second one is the pagan biker gang being shut down by a Christmas prayer. I love the pagan I, Christmas. Bravo! Miracle. I love bravo. it. That's awesome. The pagan Christmas miracle. Um, that no one was a pagan that night. That's for sure. Um, number seven, fights, arrests, and fires. I love this category. I love to hear when shit pops off. I know you just teased us with a fight, but it does sound like you might have another one for this category. Is that right? Oh, 100%. Pull out the Bumblebee notebook. Give me the. Give me what you got. Oh, I didn't need to write this one down. Oh, that's a good indication, people. So working at the toilet once again. Um, I was working one night. I was bartending. And my best friend, like, you have your him i have my you have your him you have your him meaning like that's your right hand man like that's your your bestie my best friend like any bar i've ever tended bar at she's just always there and she's always drinking miller light for free i dig that like it's just she's part of me do you know what i mean i so dig that she supports the brand hard yes she's gonna be the first person to listen to this episode when it comes out probably she's gonna be on that she's gonna be the only one i tell i'm gonna be like can you listen to it before i do so you can tell me if i sound weird that's exactly what's gonna happen she might even get the raw cut because we're gonna send it to you so you can listen to it so then she might actually get it before the people i'm so glad that you told me that exclusive shit okay Amazing. God bless. Anyway. (laughs) So this one night specifically, I had gone outside to take the trash out because I was the bar back and the bartender and the everything. Um, And there was, okay, wait, actually, let me back up. I was tending bar that night with a girl. That girl was going down a bad path, I guess. Um, I would refer to her as a meth monster swamp creature. And she was just all fucked up. She came in. DSDDs. She came in. And, she, and it's a sin because she was a beautiful girl, but she came in and she obviously couldn't work. So she was causing problems um, with a guy that she was fucking mm. at the bar. 
she, while she's oh, supposed and to be he's, on the call. Wait, wait, the, working. Does, the, wait, does this guy work at the bar too? No. He's just he's no. there okay, as a okay. patron. Yes, okay, he, gotcha, he was gotcha. there That's drinking. Um, she messy. was behind bar, and yeah. then I was like, dude, you got to go. Like, wh- what the fuck? You're fucked up. I'm going to make this money tonight, basically. She went mm. to the other side of the bar. She's now drinking, and then I look over, and she smacks him in the face, and then she pours her beer all over him. So me being me, I'm like, dude, get the fuck out. I'm not dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Literally get the fuck out. Anyway. Say fast- a fucking Christmas prayer, bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so fast forward, a um, couple hours later, my, my homie's at the bar, my best friend. She's just slugging back fucking beers with the boys. And I go to take my trash out. And, like, I was going for, like, a little bit, maybe, like, five, ten minutes. I'm, like, looking on my phone, scrolling, texting whoever the fuck I was texting. Um this bitch comes out of nowhere outside and she sneaks me so she like has she attacks me yeah so she has my hair like this like she i have very long hair so she has my hair like this and she's so fucked up she's punching my hair i'm pressed <laughs> she's up so smoking. she's pulling your hair up <laughs> in the air and she's punching like, your hair like cindy like Lulu. by the ponytail oh like. dude i wish my best friend was here she tells it so great um Boilermaker tapes. uh, (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. So she has my hair up like this. She's punching me. I'm crouched down. I'm like, I'm like, get the fuck off of me, dude. Who punches someone's ponytail? A meth monster. She's obviously. That's That's not what she intended to do. My best friend. This is wild. My best friend. So like, I was on like this little like deck. Like we had the back door. A deck. Was it a big deck or no. a little deck? Tiny deck. Oh, tiny deck. Very tiny. Two incher. <laughs> um, <laughs> Micro deck. So, and there's like two steps off of it, and then it was all fucking rocks in the parking lot. So I'm on the deck, and this is where You're she's punching. You're on punch- the deck? She, oh, shut I'm the sorry. Fuck up, dude. Oh, so she's, this bitch is punching my know. hair. I like and, like, it. and my best friend's like, uh, her Sam senses went off, I guess you can say. Okay. And she's like, damn, dude, like, this has been, fuck, Sam's been gone for a little bit, like, I should probably go outside and smoke a cigarette just to make sure that she's alive or something. So, like, oh, her okay. senses went off. Her, she so, has like, Sammy senses? She's got Sam what? senses. Okay. So, she went outside and, like, see, my best friend, she's, um, she's always ready, so, like. Can I ask you a question? Is, is she the Cardi B song? No. Or is that a no, Nicki Minaj? No. They're I'm, my best friend. She no, a real bad no, bitch. Uh, no, but I mean just No, like, but like she is a very bad bitch. But like, yeah. no, she actually is adorable and she looks like she only shops at home goods and she has cute candles in her house. But she gonna fuck somebody. <laughs> she gonna fuck yeah, especially you up on especially spot. if you're in some shit. Yes, one hundred percent. All right, so, so she comes anyway, out and she sees this scene. So Somebody's she's punching already, your ponytail. No, no, this story, let me tell it. So okay. she's yeah, her see, Sam shut the fuck are, up, dude. Yeah. Basically, her Sam senses are going off. So she's like walking towards the back door and she she's like putting her hair up just because she's like her senses are going off. So she's putting the hair up. She's like, she's getting you know, ready like, to she's battle. She's cracking her fucking neck. She doesn't know why yet. And she's like, she's cracking it's like her Rocky neck. letting his hands go. You so know? she opens the door and she sees this girl punching my hair. Now, now try to be me in this moment. I hear the door creak open and all I hear is nope. She fucking bulldozes this bitch off the deck. Like, like I'm talking like, this is her body. Over I'm the underneath. railing? Yo, this is my best friend. Bah. Onto the fucking, onto the rocks. 
How, how, it's, how high up did you say the deck was? Only two steps, but it sounds so much cooler. But still, so. no, no, but still, no. I mean, that, you're going over the railing and stuff like that. Still, dude, no, nah, dude, it's so now, did cool. Your, Anytime did you're your going friend, over a railing, disorienting, wait, period. Did, did your best friend go, your best friend went over the railing yes. too, though? Yes, yes, yes. So oh let me tell God. you. So the way that she tells it is so fucking good, dude. She's like, at that moment, I had to, I had to do what I had to do. So I just swan dive with this bitch off the deck. She was like, I hit my face in the rocks. She was like, I remember opening my eyes and being like, fuck, that's not good. (laughs) But then me, I see this bitch on the ground with my best friend. And I'm like, Lindsay now. (laughs) No, literally. She's like, I remember you saying, you're just charging off the deck. You're like, you're fucking with the wrong one. (laughs) I, I deadlifted this bitch off of my best friend's body, dude. I don't know how I did it. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Because you stay in that gym, girl. That's, that's why. What, that's what I'm saying. Dude. Yeah, all that work paying off. Come on, oh cheers at Crystal Light. <laughs> Crystal Light. Crystal Light. That's what that's I'm how, saying. That's how I'm doing it. Body by Crystal Light. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I like deadlifted this girl off of my best friend. My best friend gets up. They're scrapping. Uh, Lindsay's fucking her up. And then all I remember is everything kind of settled down. And then the girl got back up and she's coming towards me. Bah. Fucked her up, got her down in one hit, and I said goodnight, bitch. And me and Lindsay left. <laughs> Dude, it was amazing. Mic dropped. It was iconic. The uh for weeks following, everyone called Lindsay Scrappy and me Rocky. Like it was so cool. I was like, what a great story. Question. Mm-hmm. Did Goodnight, you go back bitch. to work? Yes. You're a baddie. That's that's awesome. I needed the money. <laughs> that's awesome. And she Good got for you. fired. Good for you. You went right back to work. That's fantastic. So that's what happens when you sneak me at work. <laughs> That wasn't the same night that you went off on that guy about telling you to smile, was it? No. <laughs> he didn't know. He I do that often. He didn't know what he was getting into with that one. My so God. That is, no, that, that, is, is my that is incredible. That's my favorite fight story. But the best part of that story is that she and I were so like, you know when you're riled up after you have gotten a fight and you're just talking real fucking loud about it? So we go home and I Well, when you knock a bitch out in, into the into the gravel, I mean, yeah. yeah like. <laughs> so we're just like, we go back, and this is when I was living at my parents' house, and we're talking about it. We're like, uh, we're in the living room. It's like 3 o'clock in the morning. We're eating Oreos, talking, laughing about it, reenacting can it. You, can, sorry, I got to interrupt. Can you say Oreos again? Oreos. Oreos. Don't make fun of me. It's rude. Um. Anyway, so we're talking about it. Then Respect my, the guest, Steve. Then my, my dad wakes up, and Lindsay tells my dad the story, and my dad is like this big Italian guy, and he's like calling his best friends. He's calling Lindsay's dad. Like, he's bragging. He's like, listen, listen to what our girls did, dude. Oh, I'm so proud of them. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, I love, I love these kids. All right, we need, all right, we need to do two shout-outs right now. Shout-out number one is to the best friend. Let's do Go You're ahead. You're the best. She is my best friend. She is my maid of honor. Talk to wedding. her. Talk to her. Lindsay, I love you. You are the best. Um, that's it, brother. That's it. There that's it all is. I can say. There it is. We call each other brother, even though we're the girliest girls ever. But The realist. Hell yeah, brother. The realist. And, and the second shout out yeah, needs brother. to go to your dad because that guy sounds awesome. <laughs> My dad's okay? the best. He might never listen, but get, give him some love because that is that is the reaction you should have as a parent in that situation. Dad, absolutely. shout out to you. You are the absolute best. I tell you every day that I love you and I would be nowhere without you. And oh. you are the best hype man ever. Oh, 
and I, I love, love that. Nice, love it. <laughs> I love that so much. It makes me so. That's happy. great. I, I love that you. I love that you have the the finishing line too. Good night, bitch. <laughs> Just go right back Good to night, work. Good night, bitch. Exactly. It's like a movie. You know what I mean? It, like that's, that's exactly that's great. how it felt. It probably looked very sloppy and stupid, but to me, it no, felt like a movie. No, I'm, I, no, that sounds incredible. You know, it's it's it's. You got to get your. You got to get your. No one felt that connection that you felt in your fist and that line no, you coming gotta out. Get you have to feel like two. a goddamn superhero. I think that's what you're about to say. We need oh, the I just, parts I of wa- the story from Lindsay's perspective. Yes, Boilermaker Tapes. She's Gotta amazing. Boilermaker Tapes bonus content. Follow us she's for that. Not, she's not in the business. Yes and no. I okay. mean, you could tech, she's worked at every bar I've worked at because she'll go behind the bar and get herself a Miller Lite. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. She doesn't pay for green t-shirts. Well, listen, we're going to rely <laughs> on you to get her to come on to Boilermaker. Okay? That's what we're going to hold you to that because I'd love to hear this story uh, with yeah. even greater detail. It was incredible how mm-hmm. you told it. But if you think that she really gives she's it the best story some additional ever. color, let's And do she's it. really pretty. Let's do it. Let's get her on. Um, all right. Let's keep it going, Mike. Question number eight. And we're tweaking this category a little bit. So I'm going to throw well, it to you to tell the yeah. listeners about how we're kind, uh, kind of expanding question number eight. Well, first of all, we have to apologize because Steve and I have failed you as podcasters. We honestly, we failed you as human beings because we've been doing the show for what, like a year and a half, about now. Yeah, um, coming up at on least, two be, years. At least releasing episodes. Um, and question number eight has always been sex stories. Okay, I don't know how we missed this. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, baby. Yeah, I don't know how we missed yeah. this all this time. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. That's question eight from now on. So it can be any of that, you know, rock and roll can be, you know, anything that is rock and roll. But, you know, uh, it kind of plays. It's kind of, it's a little loose. uh, But, I mean, I can't, we're not going to just do sex and drugs. It's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. So hit us with your Tell us the best show you've ever seen at a bar. Tell us the best. And you don't even, yeah. Tell us the crazy drug-riddled night that you or somebody else has had. Tell us about the sexy Lexi, if that's still what you want to do with this category. Or we all need three. To make a we little got bit all bigger. three, yeah. We need to make yeah. it a little bit bigger. So we're, we're expanding this category to more of the sex, drugs, and rock and roll, which is the true, true sentiment of the bar business. You know, it's crazy. It's fun. It's rowdy. It's sexy. It's all those things. So you are the very first guest that gets to tackle the new question. Here. And you I can go with just the sexy. The sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I don't have anything besides the sex, but Let's it's do not it. me. <laughs> Let's jump right in. It's no, not that's, me. that's totally fine. This is actually meant so um, Brittany, shout out to Brittany from Colorado. She was another fan who reached out to us. We're gonna go interview her. She was like, oh, I don't really have any sex stories, but I've got a ton of drug stories. Now I don't know if they're hers, but she just has a bunch of drug stories, so we just tried to open this up a little bit more to catch some other stories that maybe we were missing. So yeah. give us so, the sexy Lexi. I worked at a seasonal bar that no longer exists in Wildwood, New Jersey. What was it called? <laughs> what was it called? It's called in Wildwood, New Jersey. Yeah, I don't. Oh, that maybe p- we shouldn't say. Maybe we should shake that out because I'm scared. It's all right. It's shake it out. I know, but what if they hear it and they're like, "You're talking about me." They can't sue you if they don't have a current commercial. Yeah, but I'm scared. Okay. Anyway, there's no detriment to the business. Steve, Steve leave her a letter. Tell it's okay. We can shake it out. We can shake it out. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steve's gonna edit the episode. Everybody, don't worry about it. Shut the fuck up. Tell the story. Um, 
Rude. Uh, <laughs> so I hate myself so much right now. Yeah, we all do, buddy. Get in line. Um, I love you, babe. You know I love you, babe. So, Come on. <laughs> I worked at a seasonal bar down the shore. Um, it was maybe like my third month in that I figured out that the owner of the bar fucked all the bartenders regularly. Like, that was a thing. Like, he, like, would invite them on trips to, like, Florida and just fucked them. And I was the only one not being, like, fucked. Wait, 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 wait. Like, all at the same time? Not, like, I dated this girl, I fucked her, she still works for me. I dated like, this girl, I fucked her, she I still think works he for me. No, he has a, he has a he bar harem. a main girlfriend, but they fucked every Like, they were, like, swingers type of thing. Everybody that worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, no, and I, 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 I don't mean this tongue in cheek because they're swingers. When you say they fucked everyone, was he was he only going after the ladies, or were, were the men you know invited I'm too? Not, I only know about the women, but mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise you. No, it wouldn't. And like more power to yeah. you. Yeah, like, no, hundred percent. That's great. I think the look on my face that you're reacting to is that just sounds so messy. It's to very run a cringy. Yeah. But even the worst part of that is that like you never want to picture people that are like our parents ages do you know what i mean like you guys are old and you're banging each other like never say never i mean you know different strokes is all i'm saying you know yeah Yeah, like more power come on steve you've never looked up any milf porn come on man give me a break uh, gilf porn i love a good grandma it's just they're just like (laughs) give me them wrinkles bitch oh god it's so bad these these were like some real meth monsters dude like they so, just looked like wait, they, the, they the, were born in the So I guess, I guess uh, <laughs> my, I have two main questions. I have a lot of questions, but I have two main questions. So you mentioned they were swingers. So it does sound like this bar owner had a girlfriend or a wife or a significant other. Mm-hmm. Was she involved in the business? Yeah. Did she also have sex with these people? Yeah. Okay, so it was a deliberate, like, we have sex with people. Yeah. Together. Does that, sounds, that it sounds like they... It sounds. Yeah, no, no, yeah, I think, it you're, sounds I think like, you accurately labeled it. Okay. I was just saying, like, I just wanted to make sure it's not just him doing his own. Oh no, no, nah, nah, it's her too. Definitely, right, and both she's okay with it, and it's a whole thing. Okay, question two. Yeah. Were like he was the owner of the place. Yeah. Okay, so was he hiring people that he would have sex with? Or was he like just like hiring attractive yeah. people, or like was one of the prerequisites of the job yeah. interview like, will you have sex? A with great my question wife and I? because I was like, it sounds like opening the bar was just the the ruse yes. to bring in attractive people to fuck. Yeah, correct. Um, so it does sound that way, but like I was never approached about it, and like I don't know if. If I'm like in my head, I was kind of like, okay, well, why well, Saint, Saint. why don't you? That's what I was. Well, I, that's what I wanted. To <laughs> Sam, I would say Sam, that is no. what I wanted. To and you're freaking me out because you're old and you're creepy, but like, why not? Well, Sam, listen, you're <laughs> See, listen. Oh no, go ahead. Shut up, Steve. Shut up. I, I, when the first time you said it, and I was the only one not getting fucked. I didn't know if you were like, well, are you? Were you upset about yeah. that? <laughs> or no, I meant you like, know it, I mean? I was like, how do you feel about this? I was so surprised when I caught wind of it because I was like, fuck, like. Am I next to be approached? Like it's very creepy. Do you yeah. know what I you're mean? You're kind of always wait. You're always waiting for. But it. again, it it also goes back to the fact that I, until now, and the bar that I work at now, I have never been somebody to drink at my bar. I never hang out. You after are work. disciplined about I am, about the line of where the business is and where your correct life because is. the the okay. industry to me that is, gets really muddy. It just, has always been a stepping stone to get to my career path. Right, and to get I to don't something. hate on people that are but you make that money. Long you make that money and you go home. I think that's great, but I make my money and I go home. Um, 
up until now because that's like a family where I work now but I just yeah I was like am I next like I don't I didn't realize the the culture I was stepping into so many more questions Mm -hmm. so I'm just gonna come out and say this I think you got hired because you are objectively very attractive Okay. Maybe, but no. You, that's why you got hired. Because Steven's that's what it's going to kick your ass, bro. Creepier. Yeah, it, Do you know probably. What I mean? Yeah, it is creepier. <laughs> now, the follow-up question to that is, what is the percentage of the staff that was involved with the fuckery? Are we talking about like literally 90, 95, 99 percent? I would say, if there were ten female bartenders, eight of them. We're fucking. Wow. That's and a big number. <laughs> Eight yeah. of them were fucking. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then nine and ten were me and um, one of my friends that I actually worked with at that got yelled at in the kitchen, which really? is the day that we quit. Really? Um, yeah, I, I, I got her in um, down the shore, too. But we were just, like, dumbfounded that this was occurring. We were like, is it, like, what? Like, and then she got approached. Really? To like partake in okay. this, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man. So I have here. So I have four here's more my questions. I'm like, so I want right, you to before you, get your, you go first. You go first because I got four uh, well, more. So I, so I was gonna say because I understand what you're saying about why wasn't I approached, right? And I, I agree with Steve. You are objectively very attractive, so I I feel like that's probably why you were you know brought on. But but if you were the kind of and by the way, you should smile more. You know, you're very you know, very attractive. <laughs> I didn't get that in as quick as I wanted to. But anyway, so, but if you're the kind of girl, if you're the kind of Every woman that funny. can literally <laughs> stop. Every now and then he's actually funny. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off, Steve. If, if, you, can, if you can uh, literally stop a biker brawl and make them hold hands, I think, honestly, they were like, you know what? This chick's really attractive. But then after you started working there, like, intimidating. And, be, and the, I feel like that Maybe. was more of the general vibe of, uh, I don't know if I'm even going to fuck. I'm getting, now, yeah, now, you listen, disagree? I tell, well, and, and look, this is the first time we're ever meeting in person. We've obviously talked a little bit through, like, just our, action, our, our interactions through the socials. But I'm getting the vibe that the intimidating quality is to the customer. That's customer-facing, right? That's like, hey, don't tell me to smile. Like, hey, just be polite, right? Like, that's, that's the line you draw with the customer. But... You don't strike me as being like super intimidating to just like be around socially. I, just, I have very and, like, aggressive boundaries, right? And I hold people to a very high standard in social situations, especially men towards women well, in but, general. But See, and that's what, what I, I that's what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. like I just feel like dis- you're the kind of person, and that that stuff plays out in your general and interactions like, with people. People get a feel for not, who you are. Hopefully, I was not approached in that way by this man because he knew better. Yeah, well, and I think it's, like, that's what I'm not. saying. Thank you. It might be some of that, but I also think it's it sounds like when they're calling you Saint Sam that like people knew that your brand is like I'm disciplined. I'm here to make money. I'm not getting hammered behind the bar. I'm not drinking here. I'm gonna make my money. I'm gonna go home. And that doesn't mean people didn't like like your coworkers didn't like you. They just knew that like Sam right. ha- Sam has a line. Sam right? meant business. Right. Sam is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's about business. She has a line, right? And so that probably came off to people. Whereas, like, if I'm another bartender there and I'm 21, 22, and all of a sudden the owner's letting me drink behind the bar while I'm working, like, maybe he's thinking, oh, how far can I take this, right? So Mm -hmm. I I have a couple questions, all right? I'm going to give them to you rapid fire. Four, apparently. Question number one, where did the sexual things occur? Was it at the bar? He took them on trips and stuff. The man that owned the bar 
owned the house behind the bar as well. And, and it was people who worked there lived there. And they all lived Because they're there. seasonal employees that work in the right. summer. Oh, that's messy. Now, oh, man. Yeah, so they also used to take, like, huge trips. And this is another thing. It kind of, like, I used to be like, why wasn't I invited? Like, I, <laughs> I, I used to be like, well, I would say no, but, like, why wasn't I invited? Like, I want to go to Boutique They would all <laughs> go on trips and, like, you know, Florida because they have a, a penthouse somewhere and, like, because they, they had money because they owned a bar. They did great. But, I mean, it's shut down now. But So this is a good transition to question two. Was there ever, ever any favoritism within the bar ecosystem? Preferred oh, 100%. scheduling. Dude, better... if you're fucking the owner, you're getting the good shift. And they would get mad that I would get good shifts just based on my hustle. Okay. And mm-hmm. my no-nonsense. Like, oh, I... so there was actually jealousy that... Wait, she gets good shifts and she doesn't like have sex type, with him? The, How? Yeah, maybe, but like it, it was the type of thing where it's like, who the fuck is this girl just walking in here demanding, Not having sex with demanding, anyone. Demanding, what demanding Friday and Saturday night shifts. And uh, honest to God, that's what I did. I was like, I can work Friday and Saturday nights not doing anything else. Only the, only the night shift. I'm not a day bartender. And I will give you one free night of my time and you can see if you want me or not. I worked one night and he was like, you're hired, you're on. That's how I like to do it. That's actually a great way to get hired. I love that. I'll give you one free night of my time and you tell me if you want Don't give me shift pay. Don't give me anything. Just watch me hustle. Bang. I like that. I like that. All right. Question number three. That's that big D energy right there. Question (laughs) question number three. I don't have a big dick. (laughs) I need you. I I need you to describe for me this owner. Like, give me an idea. Oh, yes, please. The, and the, the, the outfits. I need to know the swinger outfit, please. What does he look like? What kind of outfits does he wear? Like, what, what is kind his of cologne vibe? does what he wear? What is his vibe? Describe to me his vibe. All right, so. Age, any facial hair, things like that. What was the guy's name in Back to the Future? Was it. Christopher Lloyd? Listen, was it Biff? Oh, Biff. Yeah, oh, okay. Bully? So, all right, yeah, Biff the bully, but like in the future when he's older. In the second one? Oh, he looks like Donald Trump. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah okay. He does, he does look like Donald Trump in the second one. He does. Okay. Um, you can definitely tell that he has a lot of regrets about aging. Oh, uh, a lot of money thinks, pumped into. I'm not getting old. Yeah. I'm dying my hair. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing still the gonna pretend okay. like I'm young. Type okay. of thing. Yeah. All right. What kind of, give me his, like, what clothes does he wear? Is this guy suited up? Is he wearing jeans? Does he have, does he wear button downs? And does he open, open does he it still up? Does he wear yeah. a multiple necklace. buttons? Listen. Does he have listen, a gold chain on? Listen to me, gentlemen. Jeans, <laughs> button-up shirt tucked in, a belt. Really? Tucked in. Interesting. Top, few buttons unbuttoned so the chest is out. Oh, yes. for sure. The hair, hair Swinger, chest hair, that, yeah. Why, chest why hair is sure. that? I'm not sure. Why is that? I'm not sure. I didn't have it tucked in. Did, now, I'm going to ask a question. I didn't think I was going to ask this. Does he wear a bracelet? Gold yeah. or, or silver? Yes, gold. he does. You know the type. I dude. knew it. You know the type. I knew it. Yeah. And sleeves rolled, but like three-quarter, right? No? Sleeves all the way down. No, three-quarter. No, yeah, yeah. You're, you're like, right nice. Like, Good okay. call. Uh, what about cologne? This is the type Heavy I'm not sure. Cologne. I would never be close enough to smell it, but... <laughs> I, I'm surprised by that because I feel like you could walk through the front door of... And you could smell, and smell him. Make sure you shake that out because I'm scared. But hear me out. This is the type oh, of the man. the name of the bar? Yeah. Yes. That would okay. drive down the street and beep at a 13-year-old girl. Do you know Ooh, what I mean? yeah. Like, that's okay. the vibe he gave off. Like, okay. Okay. Like, there's something fucked up about you. 
Yeah, like when mm. he gets a new computer, he has to he has to break the other the the last one he had with a baseball bat. Yeah, no, run like, like a giant maggot over 100% it. One hundred percent, be like, she's almost eighteen. Oh yikes! Okay, that's that's not cool. <laughs> All right, last question. Then let's move Jesus on to Christ. another category because I'm skeeved out enough. Yeah. All right, last question. <laughs> no, you killed that one. Though. I love that. <laughs> last good, question. A good here. call, Steve. You you were pinning this guy. I love it, man. dude. I'm telling you, the bracelet was my. I knew it. <laughs> bracelet, right when God, right when God, she man. said the button up shirt was tucked in, I was like, this motherfucker wears a bracelet, doesn't he? It's a gold <laughs> or silver plated. I, I I know the exact chain type. It's that one that almost looks like a strand of DNA a little bit. I don't know what it's called. It's a very common like like chain type. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, the oh, earring. Oh, come on, show me, show the me. The mustache is something else. <laughs> the earring. Oh, my God. Wow, yeah, we're seeing pictures yeah, over here. We guy. won't show these online. Sucks fuck to suck. Guy. You got to get behind the scenes if you want the real. Um, <laughs> no, my last question is. Oh, dude. Really? Really? Okay. The Affliction t-shirt is not something I thought was going to be, was going to come into oh. this, these proceedings. You know the oh, type. Man. So let me, let me ask you this last question Unfortunately. Here. I need to understand the like obviously it sounds like this guy was hiring attractive people to because he wanted them to participate in these sexual escapades with him what was the also age? you want good looking bartenders if you can sure I mean, that helps of course. yeah why not I mean, you know, male and female you, know. you what was the yeah. age difference we're talking about here between all of the just between him and them um i would say the youngest was maybe mid-20s and then the oldest was around his age which is wow. old as fuck okay all right well you know, not much more I can say about that. Wildwood is a wild place. Um, yeah. Let's move on to by number way, nine. I don't know if you can hear it, but the train is going by, so all drink. That's an all drink, people. Woo-woo. Does that mean I drink right now? Yes. All right, cheers. cheers. Last sip. All right, question number nine. Bar hazing pranks and games, one of Mike and I's favorite categories. Tell us some of the things that you have done over the years to pass the time while you're behind the bar. Yeah, or to fuck with, yeah, fuck with people, yeah. <laughs> to fuck with people. Um, I'm big on telling people that they forgot something at my bar, and then I go to pull out my middle finger. <laughs> nice. I love that. <laughs> I Real love nice. Got that. it at Target. <laughs> that's so simple. Big on quoting movies. I, that's it, though. I don't really, there's no hazing. I'm a, no, very, no, I'm so a nice person. You've already that's said, you, you've already said you're, you're, you're all business. You're not yeah. there to fuck around. <laughs> so let's talk about... No, qu- there's a lot of fucking around. You have to. You, you're insane not to because people are crazy and you got to, like, make noises and be nuts behind the bar. Yeah. It's the only way you can pass mm-hmm. the time. So let's talk about quoting movies. What are some of your go-to quotes? Oh, my God. Let me just tell you. When you're behind the pipes. When I'm behind bar, and there's been many times where I've quoted this and the customer has no idea what I'm talking about and my armpits immediately mm-hmm. get spicy and I want to die. <laughs> and I text Steven and I'm like, I got to go. We have to move. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't work <laughs> Another day. So I'll just throw at them... Hey, Bing, what are you still doing here? I thought I told you to go fuck your mother, Bing pal. Like, I'll, yes. I'll fucking good fellas, dude. Okay. And they'll just not You're know classic. what I mean. And I'll be like, <laughs> fuck. Like, I gotta go. I have to change my address and my name. I'm so happy that you went with good fellas because when you just said you forgot something, do you know what I do when people, uh, I constantly people leave their credit, you know, they leave their credit card, they pay. I'll go, Karen! <laughs> Karen! And they turn around and I'm sitting there standing with their credit card. So good fellas is always a go-to. Well, and that, that, that movie line quote is a gamble too because you're like if they don't understand where it's coming from you're it usually starts to fuck, because fuck they'll be like so they'll say oh you're so funny I'm like funny how 
Yeah. And then I go into but it. Yeah, funny, like, and they're clown? just, they're just yeah. like, Do I amuse you? Just like, what? Like, and I'm like, I gotta fucking go. She's yeah. like, I don't know. I quit. And then you grab him by the necktie and you take him to the floor. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm That's usually good. awkward. I make noises behind the bar. Like, every time uh, me and the girls make good tips, we're always, like, I'll just be like, Brrr. Oh, you do? Okay, I, I, I'll whistle a lot. My big thing is I like to throw things at customers. Okay. And, but in a playful way, right? Yeah. Like, like um, you know, like coasters, they're great as Frisbees. So, if, like, I have a regular and I'm busy mm-hmm. yeah. and I catch one of those regular's eyes and they're, like, laughing at me uh, or, like, hey, fuck you, man. Yeah. I'll take a coaster <laughs> and I'll fling it right into their neck. So, you know I have I mean? someone yes. like that at, um, that's, like, Odd Job, like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah of course, from, from another great movie reference from, okay. uh, James from Bond. James Bond, so, from Goldfinger, yeah. I have a customer, he's a regular, and he's actually a local bar owner, and he's fucking amazing. Like, every time he comes into my bar, he's like, oh, fuck you, and I'm like, dude, go fuck yourself, and then he'll leave me, like, a hundred bucks on one beer. It's great. It's mutual respect, and I love that. I love that, too. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a bar back at my current bar that I refer to as my bar dad. He walks all the girls to their cars at the end of the night. Um, Nice. Every Friday is Fuck You Friday. So every Friday I come in, he's like, yo, Miss Motherfucker, happy Fuck You Friday. (laughs) He'll get random guys at the bar to be like, hey, Ask her what day it is, and I'll be like, fuck you, Friday. And if you want to drink, go fuck yourself. Okay, I like that. <laughs> How does Odd Job come into this? I don't know. You said Odd Job. Oh, okay. I mean, no, you went like this. Oh, 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 just like, because oh, my family like throws like In the neck, yes, because the Odd, odd Job used to cut people's heads off. Yeah, I guess that I'm okay. weird. I got to go. No, all good. I just want to make sure we were going with that. I, look, we do. I, I do a similar thing. So right now, I, I have a staple shift at Das Beer Hall, this bar that I've talked a lot about on the show that I love. And I work only Friday nights. Now, I get there every Friday night at 6 p.m. And I work 6 p.m. to close. Now, happy hour ends on Friday at 6 p.m. So when I come in and people are seeing me, they have just ordered, like, the last of their happy hour drinks. And then I get there and I go, they're like, who are you? I've never seen you here before. And I'm like, I've been working here since the day we opened. I only do Fridays. When you see my face, it means happy hour's over. I'm the happy hour Grim Reaper, motherfucker. Fuck you, Friday. <laughs> That's right. Yo, yeah. and I, Fuck I, you, really Friday. Quick, That's what it is. Because I love that, and I love the camaraderie of that. And it's it's Friday. Fuck you, Friday. So I just have to really quick shout out, because I know you're anonymous, right? But I am submitting a card for you for the Herd card game. Even though that this is going to be dropped, I'm adding it tonight. Fuck you, Fridays. Fuck yeah. you, Friday is game. so good. Fuck wait, you, wait. Friday. But what about Monday? I didn't get to Monday yet. It's motherfuck you, Monday. <laughs> motherfuck you, Monday. Yes. Yeah. Put them both in there. You Put got it. Yeah, we can submit both. We can submit yeah. both. I love right. that. That's great. All right, let's keep it rolling. You have done an incredible job through this gauntlet. We are now to our final question. Number 10, firing and quitting stories, or as Michael, we call it. Yeah, getting 86. Tell the people about getting 86. I have never been fired from a bar. That does not surprise me in the slightest. I, however, quit this one bar, and it was amazing when I quit. It was called, I, I'm not going to say the name. Actually, yes. <laughs> wow, we really had to twist your arm on that one, Oh, God, the owner was so crazy. He used to talk to himself. Um, really? Yeah, he was super on drugs. And it was one of those <laughs> things where I walked in, and I was like, you know, like I fucking cocaine. I, I, lo- I don't know what that means, but I look how I look, and everyone else that worked no, there. No, no, no. The owner was uh, snorting. Oh, coke. yeah. Yeah. Oh, you meant cocaine? Yes. Definitely coke. Yes, definitely yeah. snorting cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> 
So I pretty much walked in. I demanded the shifts that I demand, which is no less than Thursday through Saturday nights, obviously. Um, and I was running those shifts, but then he would get crazy. He would be talking to himself. He would start yelling at me. Yeah. He would. I had a um, one of my coworkers is one of my girlfriends I went to high school with, and she's gorgeous. And I don't know why I had to add that in, but she is. No, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Deirdre, you're beautiful, mommy. You Keep do doing you. you. Um, so her last shift there, he was throwing chairs at her. This is no. how crazy this man is. No, no. So he was mouthing off at me my last shift, and he said, do me a favor. Can you come here? And I said, what? He said, do you want to work here? Like, what? you talk back to me in front of customers? And I said, listen, Mike. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but I'm not the one that you're going to talk like this to. So go fuck yourself. And I walked out and I never returned. <laughs> my, nice. my, my former cokehead boss was also named Mike. That's mm. so adorable. Is that a Mike thing? <laughs> yeah. What, yeah, for sure. Are you talking about bouncy powder? <laughs> I, 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 As I've said, I have never done any drugs in my entire life. So. No, when I, when I 86 myself from, that, from Mike's restaurant for me, he started flipping bar stools. So a similar chair throwing yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, like he, why are you going to throw chairs at a girl? He started flipping them off the bar. I was going to make you a bartender next week, blah, 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 all this. And I'm like, yeah. Mike, Mike <laughs> was, fuck yourself. Yeah, go back in the kitchen. So and the Wildwood one. bar that I quit, this is actually my favorite story. Okay, I good. Quit there. This is what, good to close it. I completely forgot about this one. I quit there because my dad came in. Um, he was uh, there for a vacation for a weekend. So we came into the bar, he's drinking beers, I'm fucking giving him beers for free, of course, it's my dad, um, and he goes, yo kid, what are you doing here, it's late, why don't you just fucking leave, fuck this place, and I'm like, dad, what do you mean, like, I can't just quit like that, and he was like, yeah, you definitely can, just walk out, dude, so I said, <laughs> I told him, I was like, yo, I'm leaving, fuck you. So me and my dad went and got tacos and got drunk, and I never went back. <laughs> Dude, I like your dad. My I dad's hope, awesome. Yeah, I hope I that I hope that there is a day in the future where we all get to drink with your pops. You gotta meet Big Bry. He's the fucking best. Dude, he sounds like right. a trip, man. He sounds like an absolute trip. Is he like? He's like Italian, Italian, he's Italian. He's scary. I love it. Scary love looking. He's a teddy bear. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, got, I I hope one day I get to drink with this guy. He has raised <laughs> a hell of a daughter. And you, and I have to I have to think that even though you're the one sitting here in the chair, getting the screws turned on you, a little bit of Big Bri is the reason that you just maneuvered through the gauntlet with such ease. A lot of it. Mm. He has taught you well. He has mm -hmm. taught you well for sure. Well, bravo. Well done. It's been an amazing time putting you through this show. I've been dying to yeah, do this. Great, great, since, great run of the gauntlet there. Absolutely. Thank you. Ever since you first reached out to us and, and you did not disappoint. Um, we, we have a few more sections for you before we get you out of here. First is the how's our driving, okay? It's our cleanup. We try to get you out of the episode. This is where you can shine. I want you to give us any recommendations that you have. Tell us what you'd like to see different on the show. Tell us about food or drink in your area that you're really into right now. Or, look, recommend another bartender for the show. Give us any yeah. anything that you have. That and also, any anything you want to plug at all, really. Yeah, this is your time to shine. You're in control here. Um. So what I will say is that the show is great. Um. I Thank think you. that it really needs to be said more, maybe that, maybe not more, but just in general, that it is okay to be a career bartender. And even though I'm not, 
I really hate it when people talk shit on career bartenders. It is a real job. Yeah. Is this the only thing you do? Right. You know? Yeah. Because what's your What's your real job? It, yeah. it takes so much to always be like in character because uh, when you're behind bar, it's very draining. Um, mm-hmm. So it's very hard. And you know, if you're a career bartender, fuck yeah. And if you're not, cool still. But I dig know. that. I really dig that. Give yeah. us. Um, I'm gonna press you though here. Okay. So. It feels like you have a heart for this business, and I know you're still in it. Who is a career bartender that we have to have on? You have to, uh, I don't know if she would come on, but she probably would. Whether she comes on or not, <laughs> I want to know who we got to have Her on. Her name is Billy Joe. She worked with me at the toilet, and she is my bar mom. Um, I always say she should open a bar and be like Coyote Ugly. Like, it, it would be the best bar ever. Um, She's amazing. You can visit her at Coconut Grove in New okay. Jersey. Oh, um, okay. Not the Coconut Grove in Miami. No. We're talking about Coconut Grove in New Jersey. In New Jersey, okay. to be clear. She's amazing. <laughs> well, look, we're going to sure as hell try to get a hold of Billy Joe and see if she'll come on. But um, I love that. I'm, I, I, it's a shout out to her whether she comes on or not. You have uh, mm-hmm. done right by our colleague here. Um, all right. Here's the final questions, the wrap up, um, the last couple things we have. Why do you still do this, a.k.a. Michael? Why do you fucking hate yourself? Because it's fucking addicting. And I love <laughs> what my dad calls pretty girl money. Meaning <laughs> <laughs> I, may, I can make enough in one shift to buy a nice handbag. And that is just a lifestyle I'm not willing to give up. <laughs> yeah. Mm, uh, no, awesome. but really, I love people. I love... Um, well, well now you started the show with how much you hate people. We all what are your songs <laughs> is people right, are listen, equal dude. shit. That's a great song. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I love being able to make a difference in people's days. I think I take that into nursing, too. Um, there's so many mm-hmm. times where customers have come in, like, crying that their mom just died or, or going through a divorce. Like, you can, you really make an impact in people's lives, that, believe yeah. it or not, just by serving them a Bud Light or fucking mm-hmm. knowing their first name. You know, it, it makes a yeah. difference. I, I think I really love that about the industry. The money's great, too. The, the, the addicting mm-hmm. quality is everything from the money to the fact that you can be ridiculous, to the fact that you can connect with yeah. somebody, to the fact that, like, I mean, it, it feels like and every networking, day. too. I mean, Jesus yeah. God, yeah. you know? It feels like every yeah. day there's a new addicting quality to this business, but it's all people-driven. Pretty you know, much. It's all that, mm-hmm. those real raw interactions that when you're working in the and, office, and I've spent, yeah. you know, 10-plus years in corporate America, you don't always feel that on a day-to-day yeah. basis. And that's well, and the people that are drawn, that not only are drawn to working in the service industry, but the people that can actually fucking hack it are typically cool fucking people. A lot of them are crazy, you know, as we've yeah. talked about. Well, you have but to be a lot crazy. Of time, you have to be yeah, to but I just, I, Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about some of the owners we discussed, but uh, um, yeah, it no, really does, it, it, yeah, no, I mean, it just, it, it really attracts a very interesting type of person. Um, yeah. And I, I've seen, as we continue to, to grow this show, Getting to network and meet these different people in the service industry in their areas has been so rewarding and so cool. And you just you just get plugged in with these awesome groups of people, and they've weeded out all the shitheads. They right. know the shitheads are gone, and these people, you know, are holding shit down in their in their local areas. And I just love that. And I, I, it's so awesome that you came on tonight, and you absolutely slayed the fucking gauntlet. Oh, and um, I, I actually, I know we have another, uh, no, that's that's the last question, right? No, we have one more question, but I actually think I do have a recommendation for the name of your drink. Just throwing it out there. Okay. Fit Check. The Fit Check. Fit Check? 
That's fit check. Cool. I, I like know. that. I That's like not bad, it. right? There's something to it. Yeah. It isn't. It, it's not bad. Mull it over, yeah. but let me know. But this drink definitely needs a name because I the actually slim this was perfect Sam. today. I like the, the slim. slim Sam. <laughs> I like the slim Sam. <laughs> you know what I was thinking about? <laughs> no, I like that. I think we should call it the pre-workout. Wow. <laughs> Is the powder uh, quality to yeah, it? You I don't know. It. All right, you all right. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We've got to get a name for this. All submissions. Let's get some fan votes on that. All right. Last question. We got to name the episode, Steve. <laughs> if you had a bar, what would the name be or what would the theme be? And I, I kind of have a sneaking suspicion that there might be like a like powerlifting workout bar. No. But you tell me. So I, um, two things, okay? So we could go two ways with this. I always thought about opening, not I don't think I could ever do it, but like a library type of thing where it's like, it's like a... Like spiked hot chocolate and like live like books, yeah, like okay, kind of like Barnes and Noble, how they have Starbucks, but it's like spiked. But with the bar, yeah. I oh, kind of dig that. I but like that. He would love that. I feel Mike would like live there. Yeah. The the coolest thing possible would be a bar with like like movie theme. Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like where it's uh, more bar than movie theater. No, not theater, but like uh, the theme is movie. So like the the okay. cocktail list is based on like Harry Potter or. Lord of the Rings or Goodfellas. So kind of like Planet Hollywood, but maybe more, uh, uh, just more driven toward like the aesthetic being about like making movies and good fucking movies, pretty right. Much. Not just like <laughs> see, because Planet Hollywood tried to do that, but it was all character driven, right? Like okay. you'd, you'd go into Planet Hollywood and they'd have like. James Dean would be your server. Okay. And the person serving it would like look like James Dean and dress right. up like James Dean. But it mm. was kind of kitschy. Now, I think you're more saying like the aesthetic of the bar is like very – like it's kind of showcasing like movie making and uh, big, big, big movies like blockbuster movies. Is that yeah. kind of what you're saying? Kind of, sort of. Okay. I dig yeah. it. I dig so it. So I love it. So I, No, I love it. But you were saying books too, right? So it, yeah. it sounds like a cozy spot. It's not a place you go and get wild and crazy. Like pretty so what much I – just a place that nerds can go. <laughs> yeah. There's so a place here's, in so Philly. Here's, here's I don't my know suggestion. the name of it. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 go, in, go. There's a place in Philly that you can actually get drinks. Oh, fuck. I don't know the name of it. You'll have to Google this. But you can get drinks there, and you can also play. It's like a board game place. Okay. Yes. Like you get, yes. And it's absolutely. so dope. I love that idea. I. So I'm, this is what I'm seeing for I'm your bar. Nerdy. I'm seeing <laughs> books, board games. I'm seeing maybe some video games, maybe some arcade-style games or something if they're yeah, not too loud. Yeah, shout out to me but, for getting my fiancé a PS5 for Christmas last year. Nice. Shout out Bring to that. That, <laughs> that ring was that, it, earned, you bought that with that. You, you bought that with that pretty girl money, right? That's yeah, right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> but, um, and then I also see, like, because it's a bar where if people are reading and playing games, you don't want it to get too wild and loud. But you could have small screens set up at different areas with headphones so people could go and watch one of their favorite movies at that bar and have some cocktails. That's and, what but I'm it saying, would be dude. headphones to where it wouldn't be loud. So you could have a bunch of people watching different yeah. movies in different areas of the bar. See what I'm and saying? then you could host movie nights and stuff like that too. So while we're doing this, there's a really cool app called. Um, uh, oh, crap. Uh, tune, I think it's called Tune In, where any bar you go to, you can hold your camera up to. Um, uh, TV screen. The QR code. It, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. You hold your camera up to a TV that's currently playing, and it gets the uh-huh. audio from that channel, and it plays it through your phone. So oh, if you're at, that's if, badass. So that's if you're at a that's a smart. If you're at a busy, that's a million dollar yeah, deal. If you're right a busy, there. loud bar, I, I've done this for years for sporting events, and you really want to hear the game. You yes. can shoot it, or if there's a 
a movie on like Goodfellas, you yeah. can shoot it and it'll give you the sound from that TV channel. Oh, That's you can have a bunch of TVs all across playing With all these all different kinds of awesome classic movies. movies. Yes. And then all oh. bang. Bravo. Worked it out right if anybody there. steals my idea, I'm gonna sick my best friend. No, listen, you. all three. Yes, listen, all three of us and the best friend are coming for your asses, and we'll tackle you right to the gravel. Yeah, good luck. Well, bravo, Sam. What an amazing time! I cannot believe I didn't use your real name even once. Yeah, I did like twelve times. <laughs> but some amazing stories. I had a ton of fun. Thank you so much. We are gonna get wrapped up. I cannot wait to get this episode out to people because I think it's gonna be an absolute cracker. Um, yeah. Please keep supporting the show, y'all. Please keep sending us your bartender submissions, your herd card submissions. Thank you again. Do you want the last word, Sam? Um, I think I do. I think the last word should be go fucking birds. Yeah! <laughs> I think she means the Baltimore Orioles. But no, I'm like, I no, mean no. The Baltimore birds. Orioles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go birds! Yeah. Fuck off, guys. Yeah, Hey everyone, thanks for listening along, and thanks for drinking along. We hope you enjoyed the show, and if you did, we release new episodes whenever we can. Or whenever we fucking want to. <laughs> a big shout out to our friends at Trauma Parlor, whose song Fast One you heard throughout the show. Go check them out, they're on Facebook and Spotify, and show them some love. Damn right, and if our voices sound a little different, that's because we are recording this outro about a month after we did these episodes. <laughs> um, if you want to be one of our regulars, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at BRP Drink Along. You can listen along on Google Pod, Apple Pod, YouTube, and Spotify at the Bartender Rant Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It's super important. That's what helps share our show. It's the best way to help us grow and sh- uh, and reach new listeners. So that that's something we really need you guys to do. Subscribe, rate, review, please. Uh, the more ratings and reviews, the faster we climb up the charts. And as always, Mike and I really need the personal validation. Yeah, that's that's true. You know, I think we should try the uh, reverse psychology approach and just start saying we don't want you to rate and review. Don't, don't you, whatever you do, don't don't like give us five stars. Do not don't give do us it. five stars, or don't I will come it. to your house. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'll do when I get there, but I will come there. Um, all right, it's your line, buddy. Yeah, and don't forget if you are a Spotify user, uh, be sure to check out our BRP playlist on uh, our Spotify profile. We got some really cool playlists on there. We've got one coming up for Halloween, so that's just something fun we like to to do to share with you guys. So uh, all songs are uh, excuse me. And then we have the uh, BRP Industry Night playlist, which all those songs are chosen by each guest, so they all get to pick three songs. So if you really resonate with a certain guest, hop on that playlist and see what music they listen to. Our incredible, incredible guests that make the show so much fun. Uh, do you want some kick-ass show merch, Michael? Uh, yes, yes. I, of I course really you do, and so do all the listeners. So I'm going to tell them how they can get this sweet show merch. Check out all of our amazing swag, courtesy of Campo Design Co. at prodigydtg.com backslash bartender rant. And if you just want to hang out with Mike and me, Join us the first Monday of every month for our virtual industry night happy hour. Have some drinks, meet some fellow barflies, listen to our guest bartender playlist, and tell Mike and I how much we suck at podcasting and how much you hate the fact that we do like three to four weeks between every episode. Make sure <laughs> to follow us on social media for all the links to the Yeah, and if you are drinking long right now, I don't know if you could hear, but the, the train just went by. So It's an all drink. Up, bitches. Uh, if you want to be one of our VIP listeners, please subscribe to the Bartender Rant podcast on Patreon. VIPs are always going to have a seat at our bar. You're going to get access to bonus content like the Boilermaker tapes, but you got a, a fresh taste of that uh, with the bubblegum story. Uh, you get Ranch versus Blue Cheese crank calls, special releases, and so much more. 
That's right. And if you want to be a big tipper. A.K.A. one of our Bozells. Feel free to leave a tip on PayPal under the Bartender Rant Podcast at gmail.com. If you do, we will list you as one of our producers and shout out your drink or phrase or anything you want to say. Um, maybe not anything, but something that you want to say here. Now, this is where we shout out one of our Bozells for this week. I'm actually going to use this time to just tell all you listeners out there that if you're frustrated that it's taken three weeks for us to release another episode, it's because Mike and I are poor and we are struggling and we love you in this podcast, but we are just, we're, we're holding it all together with uh, Elmer's glue and, and, and fucking popsicle sticks. And sometimes I we're huffing the Elmer's glue. I've, yeah, that's too expensive. Sometimes, to the <laughs> sometimes we're huffing the glue. So if you really want to support the show, see a little bit more consistency, please help us. Um, Help us help you. Mike and I do this because we love the industry and we want to bring you great content, but this is not our day job. With your help, we can keep the stories coming and interview local bartenders from coast to coast. And as always, don't just listen along. Drink along. If you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism or substance abuse, please contact SAMHSA's National Helpline at 1-800-662-HELP. That's 1-800-662-4357. Their National Helpline is free, confidential, 24-7, and 365 days a year. Look, we love you guys. We really appreciate listening along, but more than anything, we want you to stick around. And you can't do that if you're not taking care of yourself. So if you do need some help, Please reach out to the International Helpline. If you're an international listener, please just get online and find a helpline or a help center near you. And as always, Steve and I are happy to talk to anyone. If you, if you need just somebody to, to talk to or vent to, we're happy to be there for you. We can't offer you any professional help, but we really do appreciate you guys being a part of this podcast. And we want you to stick around. And Steve and I are happy to help in any way that we can to make sure that that happens. So thanks again, guys. We love you. And we'll see you on the next episode. Yeah, but uh, do you want me to tell that? I have a story from Philly when I went out there to see the Black Keys and the uh, Arctic Monkeys. Okay. Um, I was just going to, so we do something else called the Boilermaker Tapes, where we're going to have people on to tell one good bar story. So they don't have to be a bartender. They just come on, they tell one good bar story. So this is my Boilermaker Tape from Philly. Uh, I went out there by myself to see the Black Keys. Uh, Arctic Monkeys were opening them up, up for them. I... As I've said on the other episodes, I'd never do drugs, and I didn't do drugs that night. Um, but the show, the show was awesome. But and I was, I, I was in a really, I was in a really happy mood while I was there. And as I was leaving, I was, I had my windows down. I was blaring Black Keys out of my, out of my station wagon. And these two people come up to me, and they're like, "Hey, man, these two girls snuck out of their house. They're like, not, they're not. They were like maybe eighteen or something, right?" And they, they were, and it was a guy and a girl that were coming up to me. They were like in, in their thirties. Like these two girls snuck out of their parents' house to come to the show, and they have to get back to the train station right now. Uh, otherwise, they're going to be stuck here overnight. Would you please drive us there? And I'm like, hop, hop on in. So we fucking go flying through Philadelphia trying to get uh, to I don't know the train, whatever. I don't want to hear any of this uh, right now. Hold on, I gotta take my headphones off while you tell. So. You don't want to hear any of it. Uh, you told me to, he told me to do this. By the way, I want the right, impression gonna... when it's happening. What are you talking? No, no, we're gonna put this on the button. Oh, you're gonna put this on. Remember? The button.
Yeah, because yeah, so that way, Lex so that is way about it's to call not back in, in thirty seconds. I figured she would be the button, but oh, the girl that hates New Jersey. That, we can do that too. Yeah, she wants. To I talk can tell. To you I can tell later. To you told to me to do it, so. I was right, just get, get Lex story. on the phone then. Sorry, I'm sorry. Keep, well, keep going. I no, no, it's all good story. I thought this was your Boilermaker tape. It was a good story. So anyway, okay. Long story short. We end up not getting don't, don't you fuck you guys. We we end up not I, I get them to the train station, but they miss their train, so they are so now stuck. So basically, you took to, two minors to a train. Well, they were they were eighteen, but well, I took them with these other people. I was trying to be a, a nice guy. We tried to try to help because no, these two girl the, the the two other people came with me as well. Okay. So it was this guy and this girl that were dating, and then the two girls at a station wagon, which is why I think they flagged me down. We, we got them to the station, but they weren't able to make the train, unfortunately. We were like, sorry, we really can't help you out from here. So I go to drink with these people at a bar after this. I think they were industry people. Uh, but we go out to this bar in Philly. We're having a good time. We're just hanging out at a local dive. We go outside, and we're smoking a cigarette, uh, me and this guy that you know I was with. And these people come up. Two guys, one girl. One dude is like jacked. Big yeah. fucker. They're drunk. They're carrying drinks in their hands. They're having a great right, time. It's like they calling. Hold no, no, put her on. Put Lexi on. Phone, yeah. All right, all right. Hold on a second, because what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold, make sure you can hear Michael. Mike, talk. Yeah, just really put her. Quick. Oh, uh, la 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 la. Lexi, Lexi. All right. Just add add me in on the call. Just call me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Lex, can you hear Mike? Mike, talk. Hey, Lex, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right. What what's up, girl? What what's up? I'm, I'm good. <laughs> How are you doing? How are you? I, I, I just heard some really upsetting news. Oh, well, what's that? That is somebody from okay? New Jersey is on your friend's show. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you're a big fan of New Jersey. That's not even upsetting. No, no. I just heard that Michael thought that I was from New Ooh. Jersey. <laughs> now, now, wait, fan, Lex, so you're, wait Lex, you're not from New Jersey? I could have swore you told me you were from New Jersey. Dude, he's drunk. He's out of his mind right now. Yeah, Lex, I thought I Lex, thought you I thought you like I thought you really hated New York and you're a big Jersey fan. I, I, did I get that wrong? He got it mixed up. No, but but Lex, Lex, here's the thing, right? So as we bring this up, Sam, who was kind enough to join us, whose real name is something else, um, okay. mentioned that there's a reason that she left New Jersey in the first place. Isn't that what you said? I did say that, yes. Yeah. The best thing to come out of New Jersey was Sam moving to Philly. Okay, sure. You, you're not bringing your regular Lex energy, and I know why, but I'm not going to blow up your spot, but I just wanted you to come on and yell at Michael. Okay? Okay. She's awesome. shitting. She's pooping. She's taking, taking a, a shit right She's now. taking a big listen, poop. Listen. She's taking a big poop right now. You know what, Lex? Oh, I need it. you to know. I'm a nurse, and you need to be shitting right now. This is perfect timing. Um, I wiped ass all day let at work. Up. Let it all out. You know, let it out, girl. Um, Thank you. I think it's really funny that you hate New Jersey. I remember actually listening to that episode. I think I was driving home from work or something, and I was like, "Damn, my fiance says the same fucking thing yeah, about New Jersey." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can't make a fucking left turn in New Jersey. All these it's fucking the jug handles. Dude, they won't let you fill your own gas. It's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely oh, it's crazy. Awful. It's kind of nice. It's when awful. It's awful. Out, though. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe a little. Lex, anyway, Lex, thank can you. We're can you, you still? Can, yeah. Yo, can she still hear Last, me? Hey, final words for Mike as you go. 
Oh no! I just wanted um, to say I I okay, fucking Mike. forgot, and I <laughs> there I, it is. Thank <laughs> God, it just needed to be said. All right, we'll see ya. <laughs> God damn it! This is what kind of Mickey Mouse? Well, that definitely wasn't clunky at all. That went very smooth. Okay, <laughs> let me, okay we already did, we already did this, so let me let me finish the story yes. really quick, and then we'll get back into this, okay? Um, so anyway, we're outside smoking a cigarette. Three guy, three people come up, and they're the two guys. One of them is Jack, and then there's a girl. And the two guys are laughing their asses off, but the chick is pissed off. She's like, they're they're kind of taunting her. They're you can tell they're all together, but she is like upset with them. They kind of walk and like stumble into us, like they're not paying attention. And the girl gets really mad and throws her purse on the ground and stomps away. And the two guys don't see this happen. They just keep laughing and they go to follow her. So I'm like. I grab her purse. I'm like, hey, guys, she forgot her purse. She forgot her purse. The dude, the jack dude turns around. He has a beer in his hand, and he it, like a solo cup, and he flings all the beer in my fucking face. Mm-hmm. And Is I'm just right? standing there. He just drenches me with beer, and I'm like, dude, I'm trying to give you her fucking purse back, man. What the fuck? I was like, that's fucked up, man. You should, like, buy me a fucking drink or something, man. And he's like, I need to buy you a drink. I need to buy you a fucking drink. And he starts coming up at me. His friend tries to get in between him and me. My buddy kind of steps up in front of me to like, you know, defuse it. And they're kind of, he's yelling. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? What is your deal? And then he just looks at my buddy and just goes, boom. And just catches him right in the face, drops his house on the cement. And I'm just like dumped. I'm like, I don't even know this fucking guy. The cement. The cement. I thought you said semen at first, and I was like, my brain had to like calibrate it. Oh no! You gotta do. You (laughs) gotta translate it into plains English to East Coast. Yeah, welcome to Philadelphia. Get punched in the face. (laughs) That's it. Well, and that so that was the thing, and I was dumbfounded, and I'm not gonna like chase down this fucking jack dude and his buddy. Do like the dude looked at you, and and the the steroids came alive in him, and they were like they were like. (laughs) I am man, and that man holding purse, and that girl running. I must punch <laughs> like him. Like all caveman. Yeah. Welcome, welcome to Philadelphia. Well, see, all the all the Philly guys inside the bar when they found out what happened, they're like, "You didn't come get us, so we could go stomp his fucking ass." I'm like, <laughs> dude, like, they, I, they don't I, care I, if you're okay. Like, why didn't you let us fight him? I want to fight. Him. I want to fight him. Is he still here? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So anyway, I'm that's sorry the for interrupting maker. that. That story. No, 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 you're good. So, and if 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 you're a listener still listening, thanks because this is the end of the show. Thanks for listening all the way through. This is something we're trying to do for bonus content: is have Boilermaker tapes where somebody comes on and tells one good bar story. So, if you're into that, follow us. Uh, pay attention to that because it'll probably let be us bonus know if you have a good have. bar story. Yeah, if you do have a, bar, a good bar story, it can be a short story like that. So, anyway, thank you guys very much. And now, Steve, put the final button on. It Wait, right are now. we we're actually? Is that saying. actually a Boilermaker story? I thought we were going to do that properly, yeah. like you and me and a shot of whiskey and a beer. No? Yes, no. No. Maybe. No. Okay. Just right, uh, just uh, put a button right. on this fucking. Let's thing get here. let's get back into it. Okay, everybody ready? 